Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean. Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program episode. Oh, boy. Garen just said it, but I don't know. 2721, I want to say, is what he said. There we go. I was paying some sort of attention to it. I'm, of course, distracted by the skunk-like nature of Garen's hair, but otherwise, (laughs) I uh, am fully focused on the program and the entertaining that will be had here today on said program, Never Not Funny, the award-winning podcast. We welcome you in. Uh, Let's hope this is a better week. Then last week, uh, I can't imagine how it will be. But uh, <laughs> welcome in society as a whole, and we welcome everybody in. Uh, so there, there we go. There's the welcoming in, and that uh, took about 37, 38 seconds. So I think everybody uh, uh, can now. Uh, is that how uh, bored uh, you are with this show now? You're just counting down the minutes until it's over. Like, well, what okay. I do is I count down the seconds till you guys jump in. That's really what it is. And uh, that was a long time for you guys. You guys have been jumping in early lately. And, when you say uh, you guys, you mean Elliot. Uh, well, remember last week it was Garen, and then uh, the week before that it was you. So let's be uh, very clear. Everybody's jumping in. Someone's keeping tabs. Okay. No, I, I don't fucking know what the order is. But remember, I yelled at Garen last week. That was the. Yeah. Uh, what was that, Elliot? It's. Uh, I was. Uh, I don't know why I was thinking about Karate Kid because it sounded like that was going to be a fight. And oh, the little. That's my version of that little drum thing. I see. Yeah. Great. All right. Well. That helped. <laughs> that, that, that's 10. That's 10 in your column of interrupting. That's 10 of jumping in too early, you and that uh, unnecessary uh, waving of a pencil uh, back and forth. Um, so anyway, welcome to the program, you guys. Um, Has anyone else watched uh, the, the new season of, of Cobra? I have not. I've not had the opportunity. I, oh. I, I keep forgetting at night to do it because I keep going to Col- uh, not Columbia, to McLeod. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I, here's the thing with McLeod. I very much enjoy McLeod. I very, very much enjoy it. Uh, at the same time, the completest in me just wants to be done with McLeod so I can move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like Columbo where it's like, God, I wish there was another three seasons of Columbo for me to watch. McLeod I enjoy, but I'm looking forward to also then going, now the next thing. Mm-hmm. Does McLeod have any kind of a through line? Or is it is it purely episodic? Well, it's the only through line is the that is uh, his chief thinks he's a pain in the ass, even though he solves every crime. It's one of those where it's like, come on, McCloud. And then McCloud will go, oh, yeah, but I think if we do this, chief, then we do this. Well, there you go. And then he gets it done. And then the very next episode is, uh, well, what do you think? Chief? McCloud, we don't need some hillbilly cowboy version of this. And then by the end, of, well, there you go. I got it, chief. And so it's that every week. That's the, your right. through line. So I think what right. Elliot's getting at is you could stop at any time. There's nothing, nothing's <laughs> nothing's uh, going to transpire that changes uh, anything. Again, the completest to me wants to <laughs> sure. complete. The right. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. But yes. Why did you ask about uh, Cobra Kai? Oh, it, well, it leans heavily on at times. It leans heavily on Karate Kid Part 2. And this is not a spoiler because it doesn't amount to anything in the thing. But if you remember in Karate Kid 2, as Elliot was just saying, he goes to Okinawa and they have those drums that you you, you rub the stick and the drum goes. Bur, 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 bur. Yeah. So in, in the new season, um, one of the kids is talking to one of the other kids that they're at the Miyagi Do uh, dojo and, and he sees it and he's like, what's uh, what's this? 
and uh, it's the daughter who's explaining it to him. She's like, oh, that's uh, that was uh, Mr. Miyagi's. And she's like, want me to show you how it works? And then she just starts doing karate. She, she refuses to just show him <laughs> the simple task of rubbing the fucking thing and making the drum happen. Like, first of all, he can't figure it out for himself, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and then she, instead of just going, oh, it's a drum, you go like this. She's like, no, no, it's this. And it's like, what? No, he's not asking what karate style comes from this drum. He's literally saying, how do you play this drum? Right. Which is so stupid. Which, by the way, is a toy that you could find at the zoo that a three-year-old picks up and knows how to use yes it is completely self-explanatory you would it would be the first thing you would do with it if you found it uh, lying in the street and yet this guy's like huh i've been in many a gift shop across our country where that thing has been in there and people a child picks it up and then the guy behind the counter goes okay could you put the drum down please (laughs) we can't play with that thing now do you think that Karate Kid Part 2 is why those drums are in gift shops around America now, or were they always there? And the- I remember them always being there and okay. thought it was uh, uh, a, a, a being forced onto us by uh, by Big Tiny Drum that it was put in that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've seen them in gift shops. You know, we used to go to a place called Starved Rock as a, uh, it's a mountain that was, not a mountain, it's a, it's a giant rock is what it is mm-hmm. in Illinois somewhere near, near rock, Daver, near our friend Daver. Uh, where he lives and it's the in they the the white man chased the indians onto the rock mm-hmm. and then the indians uh, uh starved to death on the rock fun oh, god and so it is now a uh, tourist attraction um <laughs> uh, but it actually it's you know the history is there and so on yeah, yeah. i you know we we were taught it from the right point of view i'm guessing others may not have right right but uh they were that thing was always in the gift shop there with so when i was a child huh. i would see those yeah so, so does that mean it was a, a Native American? Uh, I always or? saw it as a Native American thing. Yeah. Uh, now that you say that, I, I agree with you. I feel like I've, that's where I first encountered it, too. Hmm. Yes. Other than uh, Ellie, did you say things. something in the middle of my Starf Rock story? Did I you? did, and I'm not going to repeat it. Oh, it's a great you. joke. It's a great little Easter egg for the fans. If, if it's, yep. if it's yep. audible in the, in the uh, final product, then they'll enjoy but it. But I guess that's an example of Zoom and so on and so forth. <laughs> that Maybe let a guy finish his fucking sentence uh, <laughs> without interrupting. It would be a good example I'll just of that. Poke myself right in the eye. Just Thank you for right doing there. so. Next time, do it with a fucking butcher knife. Um, Someday I will. No, you will not. Jesus don't talk Christ. like that. Don't talk like God. that. Please don't ever say that again. Yeah, sorry. Yikes. Please. Even for humor, I don't like that. Uh, hey, some uh, uh, some uh, uh, busy work to take care of here. That's not the word I'm looking for. What do I want? What's the word I'm looking for? Business? Some uh, some business to take care of. Business. House cleaning. House cleaning. House cleaning. Thank you, Matt. I uh, had some nice calls over the weekend. So again, if you're going to get an email from me, please respond to that. And uh, let's get those. Uh, let's ship away at that list. Um, talked to some very nice people over the weekend. Some uh, folks that found us via Bob and Tom, some folks that fo- uh, found us via Kevin and Bean. I always like hearing those stories of people that said, oh, yeah, I heard you on Kevin and Bean. And so then I subscribed. And it's like, oh, good. Those appearances worked. Yeah. You know, uh, so often, I think that you're just spinning your wheels. And while they're fun to do, depending on the radio show. Uh, you never know if they're going to lead to anything. And then um, also this Friday, uh, I know Matt will mention this in the uh, in the plugs as well. I got another flapper show this Friday and uh, those are always a good time. So come on out. Uh, I mean, don't come out. Leave you know, leave one room and go to another room if that's what you got to do. And uh, <laughs> and watch these things. As I've said before, I will continue doing them as long as people keep showing up. That makes it worth uh, flappers time and, and so on and so forth. So uh, uh, so come on by uh, come on uh, out to that thing this friday they uh, i i enjoy them they're only supposed to be about 60 minutes i think 45 to 60 minutes is all they're supposed to be but i end up doing closer to 90 because they uh, they're a good time 
I guess what I say is uh, if, if, if this week I come in at the 62 minutes, get off my ass. <laughs> you've, you've banked a little time so you can actually, you can even. Yeah, I think we all know how good Will has done for us in the past on this program. So uh, there, there's no question that. Uh, what, did, what, did you, what, did, what did you see this morning? You've seemed riled up. Nope. No, great shape. Good, good shape. Actually ran today. Uh, starting oh, wow. to run a little bit. Great. Uh, uh, not great distance today, which is about six, seven miles. And uh, we're going to get into some more distance. Guys, I'm kidding. It was, uh, you know, a block and a half. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe, don't, yeah. maybe you're maybe you're healed. You've run three you marathons. Can... So what the hell? Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't think the day will come where I run six miles again. I don't think that day. The marathons are over. Half marathons are over. Six miles. I, I think all I think I think running to stay in shape is uh, is all that is on the table these days. Yeah. When do you think they're going to actually have another marathon? Do you think they're going to do that anytime soon? This will surprise you, Garen. Thursday. Oh, shit. Well, I know. You're just not paying attention to the uh, social media. Yeah, I don't. I, I guess I'm not part of, uh, of Marathon Twitter. That's Let me. The, uh, that, that, that's a serious, you know, uh, not a serious. That, that, that's a great point. It's an outdoor event when the only time you're really near anybody is at the very beginning. That's the only time when you're in that corral at, at the beginning and you're, you know, you're within. And even there, you could be six feet away from somebody if you wanted to be. Mm. But once you're running, you kind of can't control it. But you you're not lanes. really near anybody. You you could you you could be you know somebody you have, will pass you somebody. But could you have lanes? Could you like divide the road into like thirds or something? And 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 you you take one of the lanes instead of being right next to somebody. But I don't know the isn't the that. like the planning of it and the like logistics and and the sort of everybody all the people that need to be involved all that stuff it doesn't necessarily mean people will be in contact with each other. But it is sort of an undertaking that inevitably would involve people being in the same place right uh, so I, I feel like just for the optics alone i would say they're not going to do it until 2022 i agree with that number and, I agree. and then if if you did like what you're suggesting jimmy which is figure out a way to to have the start like you could do a stagger start as an example so that everybody has their own time but how many people are in the typical marathon tens of thousands tens of thousands, thousands. thousands. so it like the start the starting line would be a week <laughs> <laughs> yes which would tie and up then, the city for a week is that the whole thing the whole point is that yeah. you get to run through the city yeah at least the, the la or boston yeah. marathons those ones new york i'm sure there are some that are that new are new york chicago seattle that are not on <laughs> that are not on city streets is there is there such a thing i mean you could you could run a marathon in a in a stadium that would you, be can run a, you can run a marathon on a treadmill now what yeah. about what about the barkley marathon or whatever that thing is called do you think they're still it is, yeah it's called the barkley races right isn't that what it's called i think barkley so. That, God, I, lo I, I, I love that documentary so much. I wish they'd do another one, but it would be the same thing. It would right, be. Yeah. I, well, I, it's, I wish there was a way to televise it in a way that wasn't boring. But if people don't know what we're talking about, this is a race that was semi-inspired by the there's a there's a prison in I forget where it is, Kentucky or. Uh, that sounds right. Kentucky the, sounds the Blue right. Mountains or something. Right? Anyway, the, the prison where. Uh, Martin Luther King's assassin was was held. He broke out of that prison at one point. I, I think I have this right. Right? Was it was it Martin Luther I, King? I don't remember. You know, maybe I can watch this documentary. Again. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, this dude. I think I think it was James Earl Ray. I think that's the guy's name. Broke out of prison, and because this prison was in the middle of these insane mountains. He just ran around for a while and then ended up back at the prison, basically. <laughs> like, there's no, it's so densely wooded and like, like rocky and steep and crazy uh, that there's just really, it's almost like 
it's like Alcatraz, but in the woods, basically, like you can't get out. Even if you even if you got out of the prison, you can't get out of the the area. Uh, and they have different different laps and stuff, right? Like, well, so, yeah. So the, and, and if you don't make a certain time in the first lap, you're eliminated. It's three laps. Uh-huh. So basically, it's a, it's an ultra marathon that takes two days to do, I think, or three days or something. But yeah, the, it's it's up through those mountains, and if you have to come in under <coughs> twenty hours or twenty four hours or eighteen right. hours or something to to be allowed to do the next one, and and literally two or three people ever finish it every year. Uh, and I think the number of people who finish at all time is like in the teens at the most or something. It's like, it's not designed to be completable most for the most part. And check out that. Yeah. Bark. I think it's called Barkley games or something is a good documentary about it. It's uh do you find it, Karen? Ellie, it looks like the, you were also looking at your computer. No, it's the well, Barkley no, marathons. It's uh, Bar- okay. Consists of five loops, 20 miles each along unmarked trails in rural Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I've seen th- documentaries about about some pretty messed up people that live up in those Appalachian woods. So they're kind of dangerous up there. I don't, you know, <laughs> that might be part of the challenge. Like a long turn, and you're yeah. going to get yourself in a little bit of trouble. Right. That was the premise of that documentary. Uh, I think that's turn. a different documentary. That's uh, that's that. Uh, the, uh, that uh, Do they have a boat and like a banjo. <laughs> that's another doc. That's another one. I'm telling Del- you, deliverance. These, there's a lot of <laughs> yes. dangers down in the in the southern mountain hey, region hey speaking of uh hillbillies um somebody <laughs> recommended one, one of our listeners uh recommended a documentary called the 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 wild and wonderful whites of west virginia and um i forget what the, this person said hey have you checked this out blah 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 and then they, they there was a little caveat i don't remember what the caveat was uh danielle and i said okay let's watch that and it's about these I, I, they're very proudly white trash and they all do drugs together, this family. They murder. They, oh. And we made it about uh, about 12 to 15 minutes. And I just went, I, I can't watch this. It's it's sad. It's just, I can't just watch really just a, a long episode of Cops mm-hmm. and oh. with, with detail. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it was a bummer. It was a bummer of a doc. Ow. From wow. the creators of Jackass. Oh, really? Yeah. The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Oh, uh, and the Barkley Marathons is called the Barkley Marathons, the race that eats its young. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, Matt, do you, that's have, what uh, talking about. do you have a I song do. that you yes. might want to hear? It goes like this. <laughs> what? Um, Jimmy, yeah. Since we were doing some uh, some house cleaning, there is there is another thing I think is worth mentioning, which is um, if if you are in one of the tiers that gets perks, uh, and you you got in uh, after December fifteenth, uh, we are going to do another round of of contacting people and doing doing all that stuff. So just know that uh, whatever perks you're entitled to, we're going to be processing them soon, but we we still have to go through all that. So just be aware. All right. Uh, I will tell you guys, if, if you saw me wince at some point during uh, this last uh, three minutes, um, I, I, I jammed my finger uh, as I was uh, gesturing. I, I jammed my finger into the edge of my wooden desk so hard I gave myself a splinter. Oh, and no. uh, I'm now bleeding underneath my fingernail. Oh, oh God. That's the worst. And oh. I, like I it, it is I, I literally like I, I I'm literally seeing stars right now. That's how hard I hit this thing. It is. Oh, no. 
oh my god i i gave my i literally hit it hard enough to peel off a piece of wood that gets stuck under my finger do you want to go run some cold water on it yeah this is, sounds like an uh, like I, a first I was, aid situation i was about to just tell people about the the new perks for platinum plus why don't you month. why don't you knock that in the ass yeah. and i'll go uh, right. run this under cold water yeah sounds good right. okay uh so yeah the the last batch as elliot said the last batch of 2020 per- perks are being uh collated and and sorted out and and sent out but uh it's a new year so there's new perks if you want to join the platinum uh at, at tier one it's the same you get uh uh access to the uh platinum episodes and video of every episode plus the uh, uh the uh what did i want to say the quarantine files the um <laughs> the isolation files so we're doing two episodes a week only for paid subscribers and you get video of all that too uh, so that's the same tier two. Uh, you are going to get uh, that plus the full back catalog, so you can uh, listen to or watch all the episodes. There's over over twelve hundred now, and uh, in addition to that, you get a very cool, which uh, Mario De Giorgio is going to be screen printing himself, and he's working on finding the coolest bag available for a uh, canvas tote bag with the uh, the Never Not Funny logo on it. The the new new as of last year uh evergreen logo is going to be on that canvas bag so that's very cool uh there will be a platinum uh never not funny platinum jar opener which uh shit i had here but now it's over there um well if you're on the video you already saw it uh, from the last players club or last platinum episode but uh it's a jar opener with our logo on it and it says up top my brother because it's shaped like a hand so that's fun and uh then you get a platinum transparent sticker and uh, access to the monthly live stream, which is uh, we, we invite everybody into the Zoom with us and you can uh, uh, just hang out with us once a month and uh, we chit chat with people and uh, have fun. So that's always a good time. Tier three, you, you get the canvas bag, the jar opener, the sticker, the monthly Zoom meeting access, and also two slate coasters with the platinum Never Not Funny logo on it and access to the quarterly bingo game night uh which we do also in the zoom room with our fans but that's tier three so that's a smaller more exclusive group of people and uh and also new for for 2021 uh tier three you can uh well this is not new you could get a personal phone call with jimmy which he does over zoom which he's been doing as he's talked about but the new option other than that is you can get a cameo style video from jimmy uh if you don't want to talk to him uh one-on-one if you just want a video to show up in your mailbox one day and you're in your email with uh jimmy talking to you for maybe 30 seconds to a minute i guess i don't know we haven't figured that out <laughs> seems high seems very high <laughs> i would say 30 seconds to a minute seems fair i think yeah it, you know anything more than that it's a, i'm going to be reading from a you know a book yeah uh, and that is not an option, by the way. Don't say I, I want that, and I want Jimmy to read Chapter One of The Firm. That is not uh, that is not an option for the cameo. What a perfect choice of book, Karen. <laughs> um, there was a time that uh, I would get on an airplane, and every human being on that airplane had that book in their lap. Every yeah. person on oh, that. Oh man, I don't doubt it. That's one of those airplane bookstore. Yeah, and, when and you the, know what? It was a great impulses. book. And when the movie came out, I feel like that that doubled. Like it was already huge, and then the movie came out, and then everybody was reading the same book, but with the movie poster on the cover yeah, instead right. of the original cover. Uh, um, anyway, so the end of the, you know this season is wrapping up. New season's about to start. Uh, perfect time to jump in on the platinum if you are interested. Uh, it's five dollars a month if you want tier one. Tier two is ten dollars a month. Tier three. Uh, is $20 a month with those perks I just described.
Hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. It sounds like you guys handle that very, very well. Uh, I, of course, was uh, listening to it remotely. I brought I brought some uh, uh, Bluetooth headphones. I <laughs> miss a second of this. Um, uh, I ran the cold water underneath it. Um, uh, it's still in there. It's still uh, still bleeding, but uh, we're going to get through it. It's going to be fine, you, guys. The, you mean the splinter is still in there? Uh, no, the splinter came. Splinter came out. I wish I would have kept the splinter. It was, uh, and also, I, I wish I could find a huge piece of wood right now. To go, <laughs> look what it was. And then Got two that up, but, yeah. Uh, I, I even like a wooden ruler would have been funny, but I don't. Mm. Uh, I don't have any. I, I have no wood. I have no wood. I don't even have a hard on. I can't even uh, show you that. This almost works. You could have been like, oh yeah, here it is. Oh, there it is. Right. Would have been fun. Uh, the uh, so very quickly, uh, not very quickly. We could take f- eight hours on this. I don't give a shit how long we talk about this. Uh, over the weekend, we went out to um, Montclair. My family and I, Montclair, California. They had the drive-in concerts. Uh, the Canyon does that. You know, the Canyon out in uh, Agora Hills. They've also got a location out in Montclair, and they do the parking lot shows where a band will perform on a stage, and you stay in your car. Uh, you can stand next to your car if you want to put a couple seats by your trunk. You can. You know, it's everybody's six feet away from each other, or even more. Uh, so we went out there to see Stixology. Stixology is a, uh, they call themselves, I believe, the world's greatest Styx cover band uh, or tribute band. And um, they call their band Stixology, which I think we could all agree is an awful name. Just an awful there's, name. Oh. There's so much that Styx provides. There's <laughs> yeah. such a rich pad, pageant. They could be Mr. Roboto, right? Am I yeah. I'm in the right place here? Uh-huh. You are. Of- uh, in fact, Danielle came up with the, so it's not so on the nose, the uh, call call, your, uh, call their, uh, yourselves iRoboto, if you wanted to. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, that's good. I, but, I think the best one, and this one's already taken, is just the Grand Illusion, I think Grand is the Illusion best be name great. for a Styx tribute band. That's great. I was thinking the Ferryman, which is a little subtler, yeah. but the, if if you think of the, the myth of, of sure. uh, Styx, sure. yeah, the River Styx, the Ferryman takes you across. I think you're not going to get a lot of Styx fans out at that show. For the fer- <laughs> I think you're going to get a lot of Krista Berg fans at that show. <laughs> Fair. Well, you could play um, that song, too. I don't so, think people so, go deep enough into the sticks uh, mythology to go. Okay. Oh, it's a sticks. They're going to do something off pieces of eight. But and yet it's yeah. right there. Right. I mean, I'm with Matt. It's it's right. I don't there disagree. In the name. What about uh, angry angry young man? Am I right there? Angry young men would be the name of a, would be would be decent. Um, uh, I I do think once you get past the grand illusion, you got trouble. You got uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, here's what I'll say about these guys. Uh, they put on a, a wonderful show. Uh, musicianship was phenomenal i mean i'm not kidding like this bass player guitarist drummer we were they were they were unbelievable like just really really great musicians mm-hmm. um like i was you know i'm a guy that's been watching live concerts for ages these guys were fantastic mm-hmm. vocally they were very good mm, okay now that said you're trying to do dennis DeYoung and tommy shaw who arguably have two of the best voices in the history of classic rock and distinct it's, very distinct and, voices and, and very distinct. That's yeah. exactly right. So, and so, you know, Dennis DeYoung, you know, well, good. Like, I mean, he, come on. And so to even get close is decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very good. We enjoyed it. We, you know, we enjoyed ourselves. Went out there and uh, uh, got some food, as we always do whenever we go to a drive-in or something like that. Get some food. Eat that in the car. Watch the show. Uh, you know, put it, put it in drive and leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. These are the things that you did. You sat. We said at the time. Yeah, uh, I did get out of my car at one point to see how it sounded outside of the vehicle. Sounded great. Uh, uh, so but, this is a situation. Is this a situation where the radio is doing any work or is it all just from the amplification? We the were so. Uh, look, this, uh, this is no disrespect to Stixology because they don't really have a big area. Uh, they got those metal, not metal, the uh, concrete 
barriers. You know what I'm talking about? Those things that they use on construction sites and stuff and highways. They've got that going around. It's in a parking lot of a mall and uh, they don't have a lot of space for cars uh, to begin with. So I I, I would say about 30 cars were there, maybe 35 cars were there. So you're not that far away. So you can kind of hear the sound system, which I will say may have been the best sounding sound system I've ever heard at a show. It wow. was that's good. Wow. It, it was crisp and clean. But Elliot, to your point, you could put on 106.1 and hear it through your radio if you wanted to. But th- that that was not necessary. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, what about Renegade? Renegade's a great band. Name. There we go. Renegade yeah. is How a great blue, band. Name. Blue, blue collar men. Sure. You can go blue collar <laughs> men if you want. I think Renegade comes in number two behind uh, yeah. the Grand Illusion. That sounds that sounds like an Renegade. Yeah, Renegade is, actually isn't even a bad one. Yeah, but I, you'd have to be a little bit more of a Sticks fan. Here's another one. Cornerstone. Not a bad one. That was the name of one of their uh, Paradise Theater. Not a bad name for a. Oh, now, that's, if that's you nice. are an all female Sticks cover band, there's only one name. Lady. Lady. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that is the perfect band name. Even if you're not an all female Sticks cover band, I kind of like it. You know what? Let, let, I'll say this about a Sticks cover band. You, you, I think you want a lady doing those Dennis DeYoung parts. Seriously. I mean, that, that voice is so stinking high. Yeah. It's no, no, no shame on that. If you, you just want to hear the, you're, you're, you're attributing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about this band. Uh, uh, they said on stage that they started the band when they were 14 years old. Wow. And they're in their 20s. Like, so these are oh, young weird. kids. Oh. That huh. decided to start a wow. Sticks tribute band. <laughs> That's, That's actually kind of perfect for a tribute band in a way. You think so? Well, I, I, what, yeah. what if they call themselves Greatest Hits? It's a Sticks album title, Greatest Hits. All right, I'll see you later. That was a joke. I don't get it. Check out the walls and remember who the boss is. I can't tell if he's genuinely upset or if he's going along with the bit. I really can't. I mean, the thing is, it was a somewhat unfair icing because he meant it to be a bad joke. That was the fun of it was how dumb it was. And we just decided to shiv him anyway. He, he you know, the problem was, Garen, with uh, your uh, admittedly fo- intentionally bad joke, you said it so earnestly that there was nowhere to go but to shiv it. I mean, in a weird way, we yes ended it by it's like that's that was the that's improv was- reaction action to the like we were playing along with the bit of him being a, a terrible comedian it actually worked out really well because somehow my dog got locked outside my room and i was freaking out at what that noise was yeah. so that yeah. whole thing all worked out perfectly happy to help garen happy to help with your uh with your <laughs> joke happy to, <laughs> happy to yes and it appropriately guys you know what you they call that right are on fire what do they call that a grand illusion oh welcome <laughs> to the grand illusion that's not bad i should talk to those guys <laughs> hey you, you want you guys want a 50 year old dude singing in front of me first? you guys what do you, you guys got a guy that uh, could maybe hit the notes once mm-hmm. once hey pair song <laughs> i duetted with one of those guys on zoom one time Does how that, about that help you fellas here's a little clip to show you i got the chops <laughs> <laughs> then uh then do Is one rehearsal and the awkward looks on their faces of how do we tell this guy to leave? <laughs> you got to sing with Tommy Shaw when he was in his kitchen, mere feet away from his professional home studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that reminded me of what I maybe I talked about before when I used to go with my dad, when my dad was a drummer back in his younger days, 
when we used to go and uh, he would go on auditions sometimes to join other bands. Mm-hmm. He was in a Hawaiian band. That was my dad's full-time music gig. There, what was uh, it, it you cut up there? A Hawaiian band. He was uh, okay. the drummer, you know, for uh, a woman named Helen. It was her band and her, you know, they would do the uh, the, the the flaming swords, you know, the, whenever you go to a luau, like that type of a show. Yeah. And my dad was the drummer in that band. Uh, a, a popular Chicago one, a Chicago-based one. But then he was also in wedding bags and bands and stuff from time to time, but he would occasionally go and audition for other bands. And I remember one time when we walked into one and it was on a Saturday. So my dad was, you know, my dad had us for, you know, for the weekend. And so he's like, okay, we just have to stop over here. I got to do this audition. Then we, you know, we'll have the rest of our day. And I remember walking in and seeing, it was very clear to me anyway, that my dad was way too old for the gig. And mm. my dad was probably 28. You know what I mean? Like he was probably you know, maybe 31. Mm-hmm. And these guys were probably in their 20s. But when my dad walked in with two kids with him, you just saw the other guys just immediately go, not going to be him. Like, <laughs> I, and my dad sensed it too. And my dad was like, well, I'm here. We might as well just do it. And, and it was so fucking, even as a kid, it was so uncomfortable. Like mm. nobody wants to be in this room right now. Yeah. And then my dad did the, you know, my dad did his usual, you know, his drumming and the, uh, they did some Peter Frampton stuff. I do remember that because the guy was very proud of his uh, that vocoder thing. The uh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. The guy had that and he was so stinking proud of it. And he goes, you know, Peter Frampton? My dad's like, yeah, I know the Peter Frampton song. And he's like, oh, good, because I got the vocoder. And like, <laughs> couldn't wait to show it. <laughs> couldn't wait to show it off. And, uh, you know, they sounded good because he, but whatever. It, uh, mm-hmm. it was clear that when we got in my dad's uh, Toyota, you know, we uh, he wasn't gonna hear it. He get a call from those fellas. Well, and and it sounds like maybe I'm just guessing here, but it sounds like by the end he he might not have taken the gig even if they'd offered it to him unless he really needed the money. Well, that's true. Uh, but it, maybe if they offered it to him, they would have went. Maybe then they would have found uh, some uh, uh, some common ground. Hmm. Possible. And that band's uh, name was Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> My dad used to go by the name Jim Chamberlain. Uh, what? Uh, but th- here's what I, the last thing I'll say about the tribute band. It, it, it eventually falls into the category of, like I've said before about tribute bands. After a while, it's like, but you're not sticks. Do some, do some Kansas as well. Do some Journey. Right. Do some REO. Do, a, I, do like a yes. yacht rock version of classic rock. Do yeah, that for me. Yeah, it's weird. It's like at some point you just start to want. It's like since you're not them, you're you you're free to do whatever. Just do it. Like even Sticks yeah. might play. A, I mean, not Sticks. That's not a good example. But a lot of bands like Chicago might play a. Uh, a cover of some other band's thing, and they 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 did uh, some Beatles to, uh, tunes in their encore several times. Matt, to that point, so why why not? Why can't the tribute band do that? Why can't they play I, someone else's? It's it, it, right. I mean, no nobody's there going. Nobody's there. Going, We're going to do this one by Journey. You said you're doing sticks songs. Do nothing but sticks. <laughs> I'm leaving. We would all. I, it, it would be like like I said, like a yacht rock version of classic rock would be a yeah. lot of fun. Right. Uh, and I know there's bands out there that do that. Uh, that have yeah. uh, I forget what their names are, but. The only one that I really like that, that does is any any Kiss tribute band because, you know, they put the effort in to put a little show together. Right. And um, that's so much about the presentation uh, and the yes. costumes and everything else. So if they were to all of a sudden do a foreigner song in the middle of it, you'd, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, what, why is this happening? Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, you know, it, it, as we said, I, I got the tickets on Gold Star. The uh, the price of our food was more than the price of the ticket. Wow. And it's like, you know what, to get out of the house do something on a saturday night for it's, for less than 30 dollars. great and it's it's right up the alley of two of the three people in the car <laughs> and you know what danielle enjoyed it as well she oh, admitted okay. that she enjoyed it and because yeah. uh, she knew all but three songs uh-huh 
Yeah, well, that's and, the fun thing about a thing like that is like I've, I've I've seen shows like that at the Starlight Bowl, and it's like I don't have to be the biggest fan of the group to be like, hey, I recognize these songs, and it's just fun, you know, right? For a cheap ticket to go see a band play some familiar tunes, that's always. A and good that's time. what this, especially during this pandemic, like something, just something to do. Yeah. Yeah. What does they, what do they do? <laughs> Ruth Buzzy was there. She introduced oh, them. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, she did a little time. I thought that was fantastic. That's nice of her. You know, for all the crapping that we've done, and by the way, we haven't done any crapping on, on Ruth Buzzy. I've just quoted <laughs> Robert Klein's bit <laughs> over the years. She is really funny on Twitter. That's mm. the she really is. Well, you're gonna have to correct Robert Klein then. You're gonna have to. You know what? You know what she does, Robert? She writes fun puns on Twitter, <laughs> and they're enjoyable, and they're nice, uh, soothing comedy during a pandemic. Great. Once the pandemic's over, she's gonna go. She goes right back on my shit list. Yeah, cut her loose from that. Uh, oh, I can't have that. Can't have her in her weird cowboy outfit to uh, invade my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, how were your weekends? Did we have a nice weekend? Yeah, yeah. Watched a couple of. Uh, actually, we were we finally caught up on the Goldberg. So now we're trying to figure out what we're gonna watch next, mm. which is hard. I mean, there's a. There's a few things like we thought, well, we could go to Fresh Off the Boat because that's sort of this in the same vein as the Goldbergs and um, the kids. Might Matt, are you looking it. at your screen? You're, you're okay. <laughs> uh, I, I, I kind of, you know, having watched some of it, I, I kind of feel like that that was my f- feeling too. There's Blackish, which is great, but I don't know if Charlie is, you know, it deals with some more like grown up things. I, I'm sure he could handle it, but um but what what we did do instead is we watched the pilot episode of the Brady Bunch, ooh, uh, just to see because I noticed it was on Hulu and I was like, you know what, this might be fun to watch this. And Elise is like, I don't think I've ever seen the first episode. I ha- I had seen it before, but I didn't remember it very well. One fun moment from uh, from the Brady Bunch, which may or may not have uh, may or may not tie into the Queen's Gambit, is uh, <laughs> it, the, the the pilot episode centers around their their wedding. It's uh, it's um, Mike and Carol's wedding day, and Mike is very nervous. He's so nervous, Jimmy. He puts twenty spoonfuls of sugar into his coffee. Oh my god! While he's saying that he's not nervous, and uh, boy, does Alice give him what for about that? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine she would. Uh, but uh, so she he calls Carol, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm really nervous." And she goes, "Why don't you take a tranquilizer?" <laughs> just says it right out, right out of the out of, wait, why don't you take a tranquilizer that's the word she uses and he's like i already did she's like well why don't you take another one i'm like what oh the fuck God. are you doing you crazy this is like tranquilizers are serious business but they're just throwing it around like who gives a shit take it wow. yeah take a couple what are we looking at 1967 for that 1969 69 yeah uh well hang on I'm getting a text message i'm wondering if this is from our, our guest it is not what uh now matt here's a question for you uh it, when it comes to I'm a guy that grew up watching the Brady Bunch every day of my life. Yeah. You know, as a kid, every, every day of my yeah, life yeah. it was on. Uh, are there, is that one of those things where like at the end of the day, there's only 27 episodes of the Brady Bunch and I've seen them all 3000 <laughs> times or are there 200 episodes? I didn't look, uh, I didn't look at how many, because first w- one thing that happened is I think two to three minutes in Zoe got up and left. Like I, I actually tried to physically restrain her as a joke. I was like, no, no, you got to stay. And she was just like, I cannot watch this anymore. She was not having it. So she left. Um, Charlie was semi entertained by it, like kind of amused. Uh, but yeah, but I didn't let, dig in. I think it's six seasons. So six times it's probably 120, maybe 100, right. 150. 150, 
117. What is it? Oh. 117. 117. But boy, as, again, as a kid that watched it for seven years yeah. of my life, right. you would think there was 700 episodes of the Brady Bunch. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't think we're going to go back to it. <laughs> no. Uh, we also, we also watched the, uh, the golden girls pilot. Cause I thought maybe the kids would find that amusing. And? Um, Zoe was very uncomfortable by the dated, uh, somewhat, uh, politically incorrect, uh, bent of it. Uh, you know, but one of the, one of the bits is that Sophia is, is inappropriate. They actually, I never, I don't, if I, if I knew this, I forgot it. They wrote in a thing about in the pilot. They say, and Garen probably knows this, he's probably watched it 500 times. They literally say in the pilot, you know, Sophia had a stroke and it uh, messed up the part of your brain that, that filters things. So she has no filters. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to explain that. It's just a funny old lady who says whatever she wants. But they actually came up with a reason why wow. she talks like that, which I thought was crazy. But yeah, she's very off color. They have a, a guy that I didn't remember existing in the show because he, he must not have been around very long. But in the first episode, they have a gay male cook who just is oh yeah there all the yeah, time yeah, 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 yeah. Who cooks for them and they make a big point of saying that he's gay so that they can have some gay jokes about about it and zoe was not happy about that at all mm-hmm. um, but did you yeah, tell her that the entire writing out. staff was uh, uh gay I, I, again i don't know if they all they all were was the entire writing staff garen i think oh, I don't know. the no. pilot was written by a woman know. uh that was before oh. susan something or other right susan that's george or something sounds that's right susan yeah george. who's susan george susan george is somebody but, uh, but yeah, sure I think, it. I don't think, I didn't see Mark Cherry in the credit. I don't think he was there from the very beginning. I think, I think no, I think he's there t- towards the end. Is he not? Yeah. But, uh, I, I think again, I think she left the room before I had a chance to explain that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you know what? That show is still funny. I don't, even the pilot, it, which pilots can be rough, but that is, it's all there, man. It's everything you want and everything you remember liking about the golden girls, the, the joke writing, uh, B. Arthur's insane, impeccable timing. Right. I, I know it's getting tired to say it, but Betty White is a comic genius on that show. She's just like incredibly good right out of the gate. Um, and even uh, Estelle Getty is funny. I mean, it's just all clicking immediately. I, it's it was it was really enjoyable to watch. What's interesting about Estelle Getty is that uh, she was uh, the youngest of oh, them. Oh, and I, uh, what <laughs> really? She, yeah, she did the audition, and she actually went in makeup and stuff to show that she could do the role. It's yeah. interesting. Look it up. It's really an interesting read. I just simply don't believe you, Jimmy. Uh, well, I'm, I'm begging you to look it up, but uh, I'm, I'm sure of this information. She was the youngest, but also the first to die. Is that true? I believe that is also the case. Is that the case, or was, was B. Arthur? No, I think she... Oh, Garen can look that up. Oh, is yeah. is Rue McClanahan, is she still alive? I think, no, we I lost, think she died kind of recently. We lost Rue as well? In the last couple of years, maybe. And Betty White still got one strong, strong, <laughs> strong, the right word. <laughs> the last time I saw her at the zoo when she was uh, being helped around. Oh, by the way, maybe now it can be told or maybe not. So I'm just oh, going to yeah. say this vaguely uh, for no apparent reason. I'm bringing this up really just because I feel like it. Uh, Tom LaBonge passed away. Yeah, uh, I saw that as well. And uh, it actually was a little sad. <laughs> I, I have to admit uh, congressman congressman or a councilman i think he was a councilman yeah councilman tom labange who i believe dealt with uh, a big part of the los angeles area including uh, where matt lives right yeah his office was Mm -hmm. in toluca lake right next to trader joe's um passed away within the last week if i'm not mistaken yeah so can Uh, you can you now reveal publicly (laughs) whatever uh, i have not in the past uh, tom labange is the guy that uh uh, tripped and uh attacked me on the stage at the zoo (laughs) and landed on top of me now if you look up tom labange uh 
you will see that he's maybe six foot three and weighs uh, uh, what a six foot three man would. Not not he's not not like Conan O'Brien, like he's a, a string bean. He is a, a, a maybe might have played high school football, but right. college football. So this and he a- landed right on top of me after we dropped three feet from a stage. You were hosting the charity event at the zoo, and he blamed his fall on, I think, new shoes. He had new shoes, and, and then he, he was hoping that as he was tripping, that I would brace his fall. Uh, <laughs> why he thought five foot four physics uh, is not on his side. Hundred and something pound Jimmy Pardo was gonna was gonna do that? No, and then he, and he had momentum too. So it was him then trying to to use me to brace to brace him uh, from falling, <laughs> and then he took me down with him. And then, therefore, landed right on top of me. Uh, we literally, like, like something you'd see in a movie, and you go, well, there's no way a guy gets up from that. If, like, it was that crazy. I can't believe there's no video footage of that. That's such, I mean, you guys would have won $10,000 on America's Funniest Home Oh, videos. my God. It, it, you know what, Matt? My guess is, from the zoo's point of view, if there was video footage of that, it was not, it was yeah. not available by the morning. Yeah, it was destroyed. <laughs> Shortly, yes. they threw it into the chimpanzee cage immediately. <laughs> it's like, hey, what, what do we pay Jimmy Pardo for, doing the, uh, for hosting this live auction? You know what? He just does it because he loves the zoo and he's being a nice guy. Yeah. We should get rid of that video. Then <laughs> it had it had to be that yeah. uh, because there was a, well I don't know if they videotaped it Matt they they were uh, it showing on it on screens. giant screens yeah so yes so there, somewhere there at one point there was there had to be a hard drive of that or something wow yeah even like someone's cell phone video although it was back in the maybe before cell phone I think videos it was, it was pre good. that yeah. I mean, 2006 uh, or something like that. But as a reminder, Tom LeBonge, whose name did not uh, become public, I don't believe it was on the show until now. Uh, uh, he did call me several days later to make sure I was OK. And uh, that's nice. then that's when he explained that it was his <laughs> shoes. I uh, Elise told me that the Facebook group, when he passed away, the Facebook group was talking about it. So clearly people figured it out. They figured it out. OK. Even without you saying who it was. Yeah. Uh, did Danielle right, well, have to hold the phone to your ear because you were entirely cast? Let me get him for you, Mr. LeBange. Yes, hello. Yeah, and I put my ear to the phone. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't break an arm. I didn't break a finger. Like, how did nothing break? And how did I was I able to continue a show? That's the crazy part. Do you think that was the beginning of your labrum problems? Who, who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Maybe that was a slight tear. 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 Uh, Chicago accent uh, and then falling down at the movie theater is what then made it even worse Exacerbated. that's very possible hmm. uh, but the the the, the ups the only upside of that happening was then Tom LeBange was a running joke for three years of me hosting that thing mm-hmm. and able to call back to that and people you know getting a huge laugh every single time yeah uh, now he's dead I can't do it anymore <laughs> great name though uh, isn't it a great name Tom, Tom LeBonge. Tom Sounds LeBonge. like a, an extra member of Duran Duran. <laughs> I literally <laughs> thought, did we lose someone from Duran Duran when you said that? <laughs> uh, the other beautiful part was like, it, to, to say something, like, it, like if I did a joke that wouldn't work, I would go, I'll bring LeBonge back up here. Like, <laughs> it's the perfect name yes. for that sort of line, too. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Uh, Aaron Foley's joining us. Uh, haven't seen Aaron in a while. going to be nice to uh, catch up with Aaron Foley. Uh, Aaron, of course, is in my fantasy, uh, one of my fantasy baseball leagues. Not the official Never Not Funny Fantasy Baseball League, but 
another one that I'm in that I had the pleasure of winning this year, um, either by my own skill or the fact that I'm pretty sure 90% of the uh, league didn't uh, participate. They just kind of drafted a team and then just let it play out. But I won. That's all that matters. Uh, all right. Here comes Aaron Foley right after this. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wallet missing a couple of bucks. Man, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earning comes in, Matt. Yeah, earning. Earning's there if you got a last minute gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way, people saying, "Oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet." Yeah, people like using the phrase "pet vet," even though "vet" covers "pet." I mean, what other? Are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people. I, I think they like the sound of "pet vet." It does sound fun? It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So that's uh, a good point. Yeah, why are they? Yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their? Very you know, serious issue. You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay-as-you-work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these are right. not professional these are broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n and that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let 
lets them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin, it's your money. Get it now. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2721. Aaron Foley is joining us. Aaron, of course, has the, she just told me hasn't done an episode in over a year, but uh, has the podcast Sports Without Balls, which I uh, very much enjoyed. I was a guest on it a couple of times. I've listened to it uh, a number of times, and uh, I apparently not up on it enough to know that uh, there hasn't been a new episode in over a year. Uh, hi, Aaron. Wow, what an intro. Uh, I feel Aaron, like I'm my- sorry. I'm very sorry. Can I just, we have what could be extremely huge breaking news. Now, hang on a second. Aaron, before, uh, Aaron you should know this. When it comes to Garen Cockrell, uh, <laughs> there's been times where it's breaking news and I'll go, Ed Sharon tickets are on sale. <laughs> so we, he has, he has waved us down before for breaking news where it's been okay. literally, uh, they, they, they just renewed the lease on my apartment. It's been nothing. <laughs> but he just, so, I don't know if he's ever inter- like, I don't know if he's ever interrupted the guest saying, thank you for having me though. This, is, <laughs> this better be oh, fucking, quick, this better be breaking this better be legit breaking news at 1203 on monday uh that specific time on monday the 11th of january uh at 1203 garen cockrell what do you have 111 did you guys not want to know about ed sheeran's new album <laughs> you cocksucker if it's that no, i swear to not, god it's not it's not uh there's a image going around that just hit twitter now some people are saying they got hacked but some people are, are saying it's real of the biography of donald j trump's page on the u.s department of state that says Donald J. Trump's term ended on 20, 2021, 1-11-1940. Which is two hours from now. Oh, wait. So, like, because that's two o'clock, right? Yeah, uh, oh, wait, maybe not. 19, nine, I don't know. 1940 would be 7-4. Seven, seven, Are we talking military time or that's the year? in military time. <laughs> yeah, that, that part was a little confusing, Aaron. Yeah. I don't yeah, disagree yeah. with you. Is he traveling is this, back in time to the year 1940 to yeah, is this, resign? Is this a Wonder Woman situation? What's happening? <laughs> it's possible. But we sounds... have different definitions of breaking news, but, I, you know, okay, I'll take it. So you're, This can't be real. This can't that's be real. Stupid. That's, it's, that's, it's, it's on the, gov, the state.gov biography page. Then it's a typo. Right now. It, or it's... It, somebody was testing and they 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 click publish instead of draft so uh, you're you so garen what do you, you're the journalist <laughs> what do you think <laughs> this is me. this close means me. he's you think this means he's going to resign today or get 20 i think that's what people are now speculating and that maybe that was published before it was supposed to be published hang on and garen cockerel is, is texting me this has to be exciting breaking news oh that's just a link to this thing yeah so uh <laughs> Uh, all right. So here's the thing that the listener uh, knows and somewhat doesn't know. Garen loves a conspiracy theory. He is a <laughs> fan <That's>, of them. <laughs> but what is state.gov? Is that something that's real? It's yeah, the state. U.S. Department of State. Nobody else has .gov except for, for the, the federal. This, I think it had to be. the State Department basically doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't yeah. know if that's a, that's a, a phony page. That's it's it. come on. It's also got the seconds like 1940, 41. It's got the second. Yeah. Somebody it's, hacked it's, into this thing. That's the thing. But if it's not a hack, this is. I would like know. to know when when was the last time someone resigned from government and had it published? I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of resignations in the last week. Is this normal for the State Department to put the the time it, with the seconds like is that standard that's a good question garen look up another president uh 
on when their term ended. You probably they're all at noon. Aaron, you're giggling. I'm going to Google William Taft. <laughs> but, uh, I want to see how that yeah, that what shit did the, show ended. What did this website say when Taft was finally? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was also tweeted by John Hudson, who covers diplomacy and national security for the Washington Post. So it's not coming from really? random like people. A, not a but what did he say when he retweeted he says, it? Did he, did he quote tweet it and say, look, this could be a typo or this could he, be a hack? He says it's unclear what's going on, but a page in the State Department's website currently says Trump's tenure as president ends today. Hmm. I, so... I, I mean, does this this could just let's not get carried away. This could just mean his term as president ends and his term as emperor begins, right? I mean, that's what we're all. <laughs> that's go the other way. Yeah, I mean, we can only hope. Yeah, the indefinite emperorship. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, Aaron Foley's here. Uh, we got breaking news that may or may not be anything. Um, What's fun is every, everybody listening knows whether it's bullshit or not. <laughs> that's, well, that's right. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, this very much is Ed Sheeran ticket. I think this is no more oh, than. My- uh, well, what was that, Ray? Garen, is there, you well, got more information? No, <laughs> yes. no, no. I, I think I don't know. I, I, th- I just it seemed like it this was might, this might be true. The only reason why I say that is because last Wednesday I was an, on a, uh, a Zoom work, well, you know, whatever writing call, work call, still not getting paid, and <laughs> um, in the middle of it, the person I was talking to goes, "Oh, wait, I." I, I think some people just stormed ca- the Capitol and we were like, OK, uh. <laughs> and then that happened. So maybe anywhere I go, if I'm zooming, you're the Capitol whisperer. <laughs> uh, you have to be Aaron Foley has to be on a zoom yes. when something and then it's and then it's legit. It happens. There, I'm I, just saying that happened to me last Wednesday and we were like, just taking the crap out of it and then we hung up and i was like oh actually this happened well why couldn't you have zoomed back in 2017 then why couldn't you have zoomed earlier <laughs> she didn't know that all of this Aaron. she didn't know the platform existed just like all of us we no one knew yeah. pla- zoom existed aaron here's a true question this is a serious question when did you discover zoom when when were you aware of zoom I was aware of Zoom. I was writing on one day at a time. The world, uh, we we got sent home on like whatever, March 8th or something. And I was Zooming on March 9th or March so, 10th. Or so something. about the same time as all of us, like uh, yeah. a company that yeah. I never heard the word of now, thank Christ is around to give me a career. I, a career, career, career. Completely. <laughs> Someone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, and yeah. and And now I feel like savvy for the first time in my life because i've started technology with everybody else usually i'm like myspace snapchat like i am so not interested so right. now i'm like i got zoom you guys i just i just upgrade i just upgraded i've got a business package oh you have the business pack huh wow fancy well, not, not really but whatever the second the second tier i see more than turning it on i can host meetings jimmy so mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying I'm yeah. listening. Well. You bumped. You well. bumped up from free, is what you're saying. Yeah, I bumped up from free, Matt. Thank you. Second tier. <laughs> very excited. In the house. Yeah. I, uh, I like, by the way, I, I hope, Matt. I, I, let me just say this very sure. quickly. Uh, only because when Aaron leans forward, uh, everything uh, forward, Aaron. When you lean forward, um, uh, yeah. everything behind you turns white as if you're walking into heaven. It's the <laughs> yeah. weirdest effing thing. Uh, that's part of her magic laptop that makes the news happen. <laughs> right? Breaking news, you say? <laughs> Whoa, Jesus. What's happening? Bars on the window. Safety um, first. Yeah, I literally just moved into this apartment. 
we were out when I was talking about this. So I have no, I'm on two storage boxes <laughs> with a, with a computer on the storage boxes. And I have, yeah, I've got no zoom game right now, but do you mean when you say you just moved in, do you mean you didn't even Saturday. sleep there last night? Oh, okay. Saturday. <laughs> yeah, Saturday. <laughs> Not this morning. But I mean, you know, this is the office. So it's like the desks are coming. The You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, thank you for doing the show. Thank you for squeezing us in in the middle of, of uh, when, when you should be maybe with a box cutter opening up some boxes. Pleasure to be here during all coups and breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no matter I interrupted you, I apologize. Uh, it's not a, that important, except I saw uh, someone online posted a thing that people were saying Zoom is a terrible name for Zoom. It's not a not a good name for what the product is. And someone said they should have called it COVID. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> CO-VID. Yeah. Perfect perfect name I for like it. it. And it would have been. Now, Aaron, you won't get this at all. And I don't. Uh, but I still insist on saying it. I think a good name for this would be Stixology. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice callback, Aaron. It's a very nice callback yeah. to, I'm gonna uh, go before with, your arrival. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to say that was a good callback. Thank you very much. You got everybody else laughing except for me, which is you called. So, yeah. Well, I also didn't want you to laugh. And then people going, what the fuck is she laughing at? And then you got to say, well, I thought the word Sixology. was Sexology. Good one, Jimmy. <laughs> Bardo gets it. He gets it every time. Oh, yeah. I get uh, sexology. What? Uh, now, Aaron, you just moved in there. Uh, uh, was this the during a COVID pandemic? Is this the best time to be uh, getting a new apartment? You know, it is because I spent the last seven months in a retirement community in Naples, Florida. Oh, no. What? That is a true story. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. And you were there. So, who, who is there? Your, your, a parent? My partner, Sarah, and I. Um, and Blanche and Rose. A, oh, <laughs> Blanche and Rose and Estelle Getty. Um, <laughs> it's too long of a story. The, the quick bullet points are um, Sarah and I, my partner, we moved in together February 1st, and we were house-sitting. Uh, we put our stuff in storage and we're like, uh, anyway, that's another story. But we're like, we'll house it for a couple months. She'll figure out, we'll figure out what area we want to move to because I've been in Silver Lake for 10 years. And um, then, you know, a pandemic. And um, then my job, I lost my job. And then um, I had a family stuff happen, which was bad. And so I was like, okay, we packed up. We went to Texas uh, to be with my family for a month. Then we were heading back to LA and COVID went nuts. We thought that was the height of it. So Sarah's like, my mom's got an empty condo in a retirement community in Naples, Florida. I was like, let's do it. I mean, like, <laughs> what, what is that ever going to happen again in my life? Um, and so we we wanted, we were going to go there for like a month. And we wound up staying till December, literally li living in a retirement community. And it was um, pretty amazing. And then we got back like a week ago, we got an apartment. Wait, did, so wait, within the week, you guys, you got back and, and found an apartment in a week? You had to go apartment hunting as well? Yeah, well, we did most of it online. But yeah, we had to go apartment hunting because I was like, if I spend the, the Florida chapter was great. But if I had spent one more day surrounded by Trumpers in a retirement community in Naples, Florida, <laughs> oh, I was going to lose my mind. Yeah, walk us through that. So, so is this the type of retirement community that you would get, you could you could all go to a community area and have dinner together, or is it one that you just live uh, you're behind a gate and you just uh, live with old people? Um, kind of, kind of both. It was like you know, it was like fifty five and older. But yeah, there was a club, there was bocce ball, there was two pools. 
Um, nobody had heard of COVID apparently because they were all very conservative um, and apparently Republicans don't get COVID. So no masks. <laughs> it was just Sarah, two lesbians wearing masks um, in a retirement <laughs> community for six months. Oh, my God. Um, the stories are pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Did you have any run-ins with anybody? Like when somebody go, look at what are you two? What are you two ladies living together for? Was there any of that? Oh yeah, we were. <laughs> we we got asked if we were sisters probably every forty-eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that you've written the pilot of this yeah, already. Yeah, I'm like, writing. I'm writing it as we speak. Okay. Which, I by the way, nobody would believe it if you pitched it. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, like the. But we wound up making friends with like these older couples that we would have never. We would have never like the guy that asked us if we were sisters on our walks, we would walk. I said, I said, no. Oh, my God. Like, no, no, we're partners. And he was from Kentucky with a thick accent. I can't do accents, but he was like, uh, I don't even know what that means. And we were like, uh, OK, like it, it was just, we wanted to be becoming friends and like drinking whiskey together by a barbecue pit. I mean, the whole thing was ridiculous. It, did they finally accept your lifestyle or did they just ignore it? They have no, I, I don't, I think he probably still thinks we're like lawyers. I don't know. I didn't care. There, was, there was no follow-up questions, which I was totally fine with. Right. You, know, you can only grow so much, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, 55 and older. Boy, oh boy. I, I love the idea of being uh, in, a, in a couple of years, uh, being able to uh, move into some sort of a uh, area where just like yeah. sports and. It was, it was. Go and get lunch. You're still raising a child, Jimmy. You can't. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, that's a good point. You know, it's good. well, I, I guess that's why I said a few years. That's my cover. Okay, okay. Well, there, I mean, there are schools around. There's two pools. There's bocce ball. He would love it. I mean, you know. But are really kids think. allowed in? Because I, I know the one, like, there's one down in Orange County that uh, a friend of ours' mother was in. And, and our friend was like, uh, you know what? When I get to be 55, I'm moving there. This thing's the greatest. And uh, but I don't think they allow children, right? Isn't that the uh, one of the selling my, points? My yeah, dad like, lived in. Oh yeah. My dad lived in one of those in Arizona, and you there's like like you could you could be there for like a week or two weeks or something, and then you had a vaminos. Hmm. Right. Yeah. I watched an episode of Seinfeld as well, so I know a lot about this. <laughs> <laughs> I what? just can't believe this was happened in my life, but uh, I wouldn't do. I would I would do it all over again. I would. Love it. it was it was pretty. Like I lived in the same apartment in Silver Lake for 10 years. I had the same life. It's like stand up and writing and, you know, the same life. And then this year I was like, okay, Naples. (laughs) I mean, you know, the whole whole thing was like completely insane anyway. So just add that on to the insanity. So then you come back from Naples. I'm assuming you stop back in Texas to see your family. Yep. Spend spend a couple of weeks with my sister and my mom. And then, uh, yeah, we did the whole... I don't know when you when you're when you're out sort of in the world like you're you're you get less fearful. We were very responsible, but you get less fearful. You you do your quarantine, your double masks. We did a separate Airbnb because my mom's 84, you know, so we just try to do, you know, the absolute best we could. And uh, yeah, the rest stops were a little sketchy, but we packed a lot of food, peed on the side of the road. Like, we, you know what I mean? Like, we just did it. And then um my partner like is like she finds apartments like nobody's business. She found this place and we got it in like 24 hours. Great. It was amazing. Uh, and yeah. what part of town are you in now? Now I'm in Beechwood Canyon. Oh, sure. Nice. Right by the uh, by the UCB right up Franklin Avenue. 
Yeah. Right, right I've never been here before. I've been in L.A. for 13 years. I've seen it like once, <laughs> and it's adorable. Yeah, I love to, it. You go to the Mayfair there, you get your shopping done. Yeah. I mean, right. it's so cute. It's like we're tucked in the hills. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you want to go to the Mayfair, uh, be prepared to uh, pay your uh, month's rent uh, <laughs> yeah. for your groceries. Very expensive oh, uh, grocery store. Cashew yogurt, $99. Oh, no. Elliot, uh, I see that you have uh, your, uh, what I will say, very stylish reading glasses. I think those are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, What are you, uh, what are you looking, what are you reading? Well, so uh, in in the break, I I told Matt that my computer was uh, was being a problem, so I had to quit out of my browser on the computer. So I'm on my phone. But I'm I'm at the uh, I'm at that state.gov website looking at the biographies yes. to see to see if there's any any well I haven't gone straight to Trump I'm going through everybody to see how other people are there I will say um, two names of note John T Ice so uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with Ice T but anyway and then C S Eliot Kang somebody very much liked uh, C S Eliot and uh, and went for there. Uh, Mike Pompeo, however, was the one so far that that sticks out. Now he resigned already, did he not? Yeah. He did not. Oh, oh he did. He Mike did Pompe- I don't oh. believe he did. Oh, he didn't. Yeah. Who- oh, okay. That's Pompeo not- didn't. He'll be the last one out. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, yeah. So who is uh, who is the who is the person who? Uh, oh, it was the other guy, the uh, the attorney general. <clears throat> William Barr. Yeah, William, William Barr. Okay, Barr. I, they look very similar to me. I got to tell you, so it's hard for me to tell them apart. Uh, so, all right. So, so far, no, uh, no. I think you need more than those reading glasses, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's two, two kind of doughy white men with brown hair. I, I mix them up visually. Hey, speaking of doughy white men, I'm just going to say this in the middle of this, Elliot, and then you go right back to your uh, phone. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the PGA has given a lifetime ban on Trump and using his golf courses for tournaments oh. in the future. They've taken away 2022 20, PGA. Wow. When a group of white racist <laughs> assholes ban you. <laughs> it's, it's saying something. Yeah. I mean, they fought to let Tiger Woods play 20 yeah, years ago. Right. Like, yeah. well, we're going to have to change the rules, and Butler National wouldn't do it. Like they wouldn't right. change the rules to allow Tiger to play. So like this is a group of people that idolize this fucking guy and they're saying no dice. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and women at Augusta, right? That didn't that just happen it like just last happened. year or two yeah. years ago? And it was and even that was, was well, I don't know if we should be letting yeah. the lady come down. They got the Mondays. <laughs> this is the ladies' day. Oh, oh God. Horrible. It's Damn it. so gross. It's yeah. Yeah, that's a that's hilarious, Jimmy. It's so true. When the when evil people are like, wait. <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yeah and you're like oh oh okay oh oh i see that guy's a bad guy now let me ask you a question i got a question for you there uh, aaron are you guys sisters <laughs> <laughs> I go ahead uh, Elliot. To... i'm sorry aaron. Oh, no, 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 go no. ahead no no i want to hear the funny thing that aaron was gonna say well no i was just gonna <laughs> say after we got asked that so many times i was like i guess sarah and i should just like do some like a uh, LGBTQ awareness and but, just go to retirement communities all over <laughs> Florida, holding hands and asking, asking, you know, answering these questions. Are we sisters? So you would, you'd be walking around holding hands and they would ask you if you were no, sisters. No, no, we would not hold hands. Cause no. I was like, the, the thing is like when we were in Texas, I was like, that felt like we were, my sister's a professor at Baylor at Waco. So I was like, and Waco's, you know, part charming part, you know, hardcore Texas. I was like, we're not holding hands in Texas because it felt like there could, it could be like, you know, there could be some violence. Let's just say that in Florida, we never felt unsafe. It just was like, I don't want to deal with like the looks and I don't want to, you know what I mean? It didn't, no one, I, I, I felt completely safe, but I, 
they were going to be judging us, you know, from afar with their Trump right. hats. So I was like, no holding hands. But, you know, we were, you know, walking every day. Like, you know what I mean? So for, and like lesbians do. You like lesbians you, 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 were walkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the lesbians, you know, in your life, they walk, you know. Right. Ladies in comfortable shoes. That was a thing that was big in the 70s. Well, you know what? That uh, she likes the comfortable shoe. Was the thing that we would hear. It's hilarious. <laughs> Who doesn't right. oh, like you know comfortable that. shoes, by the way? I know. <laughs> right? Because it's, it's really the homosexual the community. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I love them. Of course. Who doesn't like them? I'm with you, Matt. Yeah. Or, or everybody. I'm with everybody. Yeah, I think it's a universal. <laughs> you know what I don't? I like a clog. <laughs> I like a wooden clog. Right. I don't even like slippers that don't have a back to them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like a, I'd like a shoe that I don't have to work to keep on my fucking foot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like shoes that don't have a back either. I like, and then of course, like, you know, there's a couple of shoes that, as as lesbos, like, I just don't feel comfortable wearing in public. First of all, Crocs. I don't think anybody should be wearing in public. But as a lesbian, if I stepped outside of the house with a Croc, take the hook. Like, I just, I can't. Like, it's too much. Like, I, I can't wear jerseys. Now, again, this is my own thing. But like to me, it's like it just, it's too gay. Right. Like I just, like I can't. Like I can't. Like I'm already gay enough. Like if I went out with like a you know, like an N- a WNBA jersey. I, I would just feel like the gayest woman alive. And also like, you know, Birkenstocks, but they're so comfortable. I broke I broke the lesbo rule with Birks. Socks too? Oh, God, no. Okay. Oh, don't I'm not classless. <laughs> no, Tiva, no Tevas. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's just too gay. No, no like, board shorts. Not for me. <laughs> uh, you know, Aaron, when I, I, I moved to California in uh, February of 1995, the year of our Lord, maybe late January. And I bought a pair of Tevas because I was like, you know what? I'm living in Los Angeles. I'm going to buy Tevas. And I bought them and I wore them one day. And then they, I'm not kidding, they made the move to every one of my houses. Like, oh, here, you, know, you never know when I'm going to need the Tevas again. I wore them one fucking time. Hmm. But they moved for 20 years. They'd move along to every house. Eventually, I fucking got around. But that's my uh, Tevas story. Have you, I, just in, I haven't moved in so long, you know, and I realized... I like now I'm I'm I went from like I need everything and I, I need everything I own to like throwing out so much that when we moved in here plus I had one suitcase I lived out of a suitcase for the last seven months in the retirement village and now I come in here I was like and I just did another round of like I don't need it I don't need it like it's yeah it's pretty amazing how when you start that shift of throwing stuff out and re, re, I mean I literally had two pairs of jeans, a pair of sweat, like, you know, for the last seven months. And you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. It's pretty, right. It's pretty awesome. I have to say. Sounds good great. for you. Yeah. Does sound Namaste. Great, Namaste. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, Ellie. You got an update on that? The, uh, the state.gov. So, so yeah. So I, I looked through the sort of, you know, generic bi- biography list and, um, there, there wasn't anything like that. I will say that uh, Rex Tillerson has a biography page. He had resigned at one point. They have his beginning and ending date. It does not have the time. Um, and then when I looked for presidents, I could not find a single one in the in the search. Uh, what they what they seem to do is they have at the end of an administration, they they sort of archive the entire site. And then you can look at that site, hmm. but I didn't see a page in there. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna claim that I'm 100% certain of this, but from the from the searching I was doing, I didn't see a Barack Obama biography page in the Department of State. Hmm. There. Hmm. It seemed like it was only people who worked for the Department of State. 
gotcha. that got biographies. Yeah. It's so kind of, why would the president have a biography on the state? Right. Page. I don't. All right. Something's up then. Sounds like this thing is. Uh, Except and, uh, one, two. Not blaming Garen on this, but uh, sounds like. Uh, they, they, the fact that it's the time is tonight. Yeah. A lot of people are like, well, is there some announcement coming that hasn't happened and this was just an error or or it's hacked? I can't imagine I will the say State this, Department's Garen, website getting hacked. That seems, I mean, no, it's just a website. I don't, they, I don't were know, able to, they were able to storm the Capitol last week, so they're yeah, able to infiltrate. Wasn't there, a, wasn't there a government website hack like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Like hundreds. Yeah, it was yeah. Like a, a whole, huge Our whole hack. country was hacked and it, it made news for 12 hours and then, like, <laughs> and then right. I was like, what happened to the big Russian hacking? No. Right, right, right. <laughs> So I think it's a fun hack. I, I mean, love that. Ha- it's a hack. I mean, it's a fun hack. Yeah. Yeah. Really. But it gives hope. <laughs> There's also, they're also saying that this, that Mike Pence's page has the same information on it, but I can't see his, his doesn't load. But Pence isn't going to leave tonight. And if leave. the whole administration is that doesn't make any sense that they would, no, that they would both be i don't know that's, no no Pence would take, the only thing the only way that i'm giving this any credibility at all is that i came from a reliable source the intern on a podcast <laughs> that's <laughs> the only reason i'm giving this any sort of credibility yeah. we are the sources. overlooked minority in terms of breaking this <laughs> country <laughs> Uh, actually, what I was going to say is uh, 7 p.m. Uh, seems like the right time to be on primetime television, giving it right. a speech that you're stepping down, like sure. mm. which I'm sure this person thought of when they that's. Yeah, uh, that's why it seems so suspicious that they, it seems like they de- it's designed to make you think that it's real yeah. without being real, because the putting the time in gives you that. But it also feels like why would that be there if it were real it doesn't and need to why be would it be seven why would it be 741 and 41 seconds or whatever it is like why wouldn't it be eight uh, o'clock? so christopher miller who's a correspondent with buzzfeed news okay has has tweeted just a few minutes ago an update sources tell buzzfeed news a disgruntled staffer is behind the state department okay. sites change oh, so that go. makes perfect sense is that, that why it's a dear sense. diary at the top <laughs> of the letter yeah ho, I, ho. I didn't mention that part. hey she's back guys she's back in los angeles you get the chops back the footing <laughs> To whom uh, it may concern, let's keep going with fun headers. <laughs> I, li- I like the idea that you were in Florida for for many many months, and you were essentially doing comedy for uh, a retirement home, and now and now you're what is it? Uh, <laughs> All your references are going to be like, <laughs> what is the yeah. deal with Metamucil? <laughs> yeah, right as you move to the yeah, hipsterville of uh, Beechwood Canyon. Yeah, it that's hipsterville, right? Isn't that a little hipstery? That's like the upscale hipstery, more than yeah, a little bit. Silver Lake. It feels different, though. Silver Lake, I don't know. It feels... um, Catskills. Honestly, it doesn't feel as hip. It just feels like... Like, I saw two people walking in, in, uh, like, canyon hats. (laughs) 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 Which Which is sort of like... I just, I don't know. It's day two, but I was like, we got to get Canyon hats. It feels like a little bit more, like, rustic and like, old... I don't know why I'm rolling, <laughs> but like old antique like someone's going to come down the hill with a horse or something sure. for Silver Lake of like, I'm going to pay like, you know, whatever. I, I really enjoyed Silver Lake, but it did get it did get a little ridiculous, you know, but Beachwood se- seems like a little bit more like, a, I don't know. Yeah. Like woodsy. Yeah. Well, there is that horse farm at the top of the, the Beachwood Canyon. 
Boulevard. Oh, uh, if you just keep going. Yeah, because you can you can rent horses and ride up to the Hollywood sign from there, which is kind of fun. Oh, I, re- I recommend it. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aaron, are you on one of those streets where you have to hope another car is not coming the opposite direction? Are you if you found yourself on one of those? Yeah, the the street behind us is where we park, and um, I you know I'm I just I actually love flying. I don't like driving, so Sarah thankfully does most of the driving because uh, I also get I like my lease was up in June, so I was like I'm done. Like I, now I just like don't have a car. I'm leading a different life. I'll get a car at some point, but wow. like where am I going? Um, <laughs> there's right behind us. There's that that street. I, and I was like, I can never, I'll walk. Like I can never <laughs> drive, like those streets where you can't see anyone. Like she was just like, Burr. and I was like, <gasps> like, I felt like I was having a panic attack. Yes. I was like, what is that with her? You know, and I, so I think I'm just going to never get a car again. I love the idea of it. On that street. I like yeah. this new Aaron Foley. You don't need anything. You don't need a car. You don't need uh, uh, sandals. No possessions too. <laughs> What'd you say, Matt? No possessions too. <laughs> oh, there you go. What is that from? <laughs> well, it's it's from Imagine, but it's also from the stupidest movie ever made, Forrest Gump, where Forrest Gump goes on the, the Dick Cavett show and John Lennon is the other guest. And he's talking about Forrest Gump's talking about playing ping pong in China on his ping pong tour. That's a thing that happened in an Oscar winning movie, <laughs> a ping pong tour. Uh, and so uh, he's like, oh, yeah, it's real different over there. I don't do accents either, but it's a real different over there. They don't have any possessions. They don't have, they don't have any religion. And John Lim's like, no religion. And he's like, yeah, no possessions too. no possessions too. And he's like, oh, my God, Forrest Gump wrote the song. Imagine <laughs> like they had to bend over so fucking far to make that non joke work boy you're mad at this movie i'm still mad mad at it 26 years later 27 i'm mad i hate that movie wow wait did you matt did you just say the worst worst movie what was it covered the the worst movie ever made stupid or one it's the stupidest stupidest movie stupidest movie ever made (laughs) yeah Mm, i feel like that could be argued but yeah i haven't seen it it could be but i haven't seen forrest gump in a while let's just say the the stupidest oscar winning movie ever made can we go can we at least agree on that oh yeah i don't know is there isn't there one that's dumber I, don't I you know here's the truth I, I am not mad at that movie like you are I liked that movie but that said I don't think it is a Academy Award winning movie I think it's a people no. got, fine movie people got caught up in, in the hysteria of that movie it was as if they were being led to the Capitol to storm the Congress it was it, like, <laughs> weren't, people weren't thinking for themselves when they got on board Forrest Gump what were the other movie what were the other ones that were up for best movie of the year that year you're gonna be mad when you find out it was like I pulp, think we've had this conversation before, was, but uh, I think Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption were two of the movies it beat. I could be wrong. Is that, that true? I, no, I, I think so. I, I know that's, I, that's, a, that's a tragedy. I know Pulp Fiction was. I think I think Shawshank was also. She get a rollover on that. She just get to be. You just get to be nominated the next year. That's a good call, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Or just give three movies the best picture if you feel that strongly. The Forest Company needs to win something. It's just a three-way right. tie. Um, and yeah, Tom Hanks won Best Actor, of course. Uh, yeah, which is fine. I mean, give him that. Give him that. That movie. Yeah. Don't, the movie doesn't deserve the trophy, but Tom no. Hanks was terrific. I mean, I think he was the difference between that movie being like a complete bomb and being yes. what it was. Because without him, it's absolutely nothing and terrible. Agreed. He at least he at yeah. least is watchable and 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 you know it does a great job. And Robin Wright. Um, <clears throat> yeah, best picture nominees for that year was Forrest Gump. Obviously, okay. Four Weddings and a Funeral. 
<laughs> Pulp Fiction, other classic. Quiz right. Show, Shawshank Redemption. Quiz Show, come oh, on, man. No. Quiz Show is yeah. one of the best of all time. Even I four weddings and a funeral. Any, yeah. I love Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yes. I, that's literally one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's four. Any of those movies is better than Forrest Gump. Yeah, yes. I'm with 100% you. Agree. Yeah, I'm completely with yeah. you. Yeah. But that feather. <laughs> that fucking <laughs> shitty pigeon feather. Gross. Uh, <laughs> all right, Aaron Foley's with us. Let's get to Matt. We had a little uh, theme song on this for the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Oliver's Trivia. Here we go. Oliver's question is on its way. Oliver's question is here to stay. And Matt will probably get it right. That's not okay. I think it's been six here's months a, since I've gotten one right, guys. <laughs> uh, I will. Here's a fun piece of never not funny uh, 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 information. Good sentence, Jim. Um, I I did a Google search yesterday for a thing. Uh, Russ McGarry, uh, our friend of the show, Russ McGarry, my longtime friend. We were talking about something, and so I put into the uh, the Google machine. Uh, I put in the words Wayne Nordhagen, J.C. Penny. I was trying to figure out a year. Uh, we've talked about it on the show where Russ and I happen to be at the same JC Penny on the exact same day within the exact same hour, getting our photos taken with Chicago White Sox player Wayne Nordhagen <laughs> and when we were kids. And so I was like, what year was that? And so I wanted to find out exactly what year it was to see if there was any sort of press release or something that would come up on, you know, come and meet Wayne Nordhagen and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, but one of the first things that comes up is us talking about it on Never Not Funny. That's one of the <laughs> things that comes up. And so I was like, well, what is the?" So then I go to that page. And, and then one of the other things that happened on that episode was uh, we bet on something and it says Matt wins. It's like, motherfucker, <laughs> even then, even then this cocksucker wins everything. Uh, all right, here we what go. What was the bet? Now I want to know what the bet was. Uh, I don't remember what the, whatever episode that was with Russ McGarry. Hmm. Um, but that uh well garen just google wade nordhagen jc penny and you'll find that it'll come up it's like again it's like the third thing uh aaron this is the crazy this the uh, way uh russ mcgarry is a writer comic and uh just what one day he sent me a picture and he goes hey here's a picture of me with wayne nordhagen uh who was a dh outfielder catcher for the uh, white Sox, and i said i literally have that exact same picture he's like what do you mean i said i have the picture of me uh, and Wayne, because Wayne Nordhagen is a giant of a man. And so he's on his knees with his arm around Russ in the photo. And I said, I had the exact same picture of, of Wayne Nordhagen on his knees, taking a picture of me, a little tiny Jimmy Pardo child. And he's like, and Russ is like, no, you can't. This is a weird thing that happened. Uh, Buddy Bell was also there. And, and, I, and so I found the pictures of it. And so recently I was just uh, moving pictures from one thing into another over the weekend. I'm like, oh, here's those. I found the, I found, now I found the other picture. And so I texted Russ. Uh, so what happened, Aaron, in 1980, maybe 81, uh, Russ McGarry, who I did not meet till 1990, uh, we were, again, at the same JCPenney at the Ford City Mall within between 1 and 2 o'clock in the afternoon getting our photo taken with Wayne Nordhagen. Wow. <laughs> Sliding that's doors, baby. Yeah. Random. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's, that's a good baseball name. Wayne really Nordhagen. Is, yeah. And Wayne that's the other thing. It's like Wayne Nordhagen wasn't a star. He was just like a, yeah. a journeyman ball player, but yeah. still it was enough for both Russ and I to go, we got to meet Wayne Nordhagen. <laughs> got to get that age. All, any, I remember trying to convince my mom. I was like, I don't know, 10 or something to go um, to like some mall in Connecticut 
to get an autograph from it was like either like a Marshall or Martin, some linebacker from the New York Giants. <laughs> and I was like, I have to go to the mall to get this signature. And she's like, you are a lady. Um, <laughs> but I was like, please, mom, take like I, they were just like, no, you're not. You're a, you're a little girl going to a right. mall to get a linebacker signature, which is, of course, all I wanted. Um, but yeah, but that was right. a big thing. That was the like coolest thing ever. Going to the mall to get a signature. I have to that point, and I, I, I found a bunch of photo albums, uh, and one of them is a, a, a photo album of my autographs that I got as a kid, and one of them is of uh, Harlem Globetrotter great Reggie Franklin. <laughs> huh? You know, whenever they talk about the Trotters, Reggie Franklin's name comes yeah. up in every conversation. <laughs> but I, I have it, and I've kept it for forty years, forty something years. I've wow. kept Reggie Franklin's autograph. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. As a parent, I can't not be bummed out in those situations where it's like, hey, even at Disneyland where it's like, let's get Goofy's signature. I'm like, it's just some guy who works at Disneyland who has to put that thing on. But but even when it's like a, an athlete, I just if it's not like a huge star, it just makes me sad that that person it's like they don't want to be there. The kids probably don't know who it is. It's like nobody's getting what they want out of it, and yet we're all doing it anyway. I just that makes I me. I think very the kids sick. are getting something out of it. I disagree with that part of it. I think the kids. Yeah. Uh, at least I can speak for myself and, and Aaron. Uh, it, I I went to meet the guy that started in SWAT. I didn't even know who the fucking show was. <laughs> <laughs> the kid is the kid. The kid's like, oh, yeah. I know that guy from TV, or I know that guy from sports. And yeah, maybe I'm being too like I'm I'm projecting my own adult disappointment onto kids. Because, I think you are. Uh, I think the, I, the kid yeah. doesn't the have Disney, any of that. The Disney stuff, yeah. The kid. Oh, kids like that, yeah. The, the, the Disney stuff, like the adults. I find Disney to be like, oh, good God, that's like hellscape. If, if I had to take a child to Disneyland, I, I literally, it's a definition of hell. But some kids, get, like I, real quick, I was, uh, you know how you get hired to do such random gigs, obviously, when you do stand up. It was um, ESPN Zone, Times Square, when I was living in Manhattan, hosting a bar mitzvah for the world's wealthiest children um, in, cause they rented out ESPN zone and you know, and I was just trying to wrangle children and I, I, it wasn't even whatever. And their big celebrity, um, obviously apart from me was <laughs> Lynn Swan. Now, none of the kids knew who Lynn Swan was. The parents right. knew who Lynn Swan right. was. So, and I, of course, until I knew his personal information, um, was obsessed with Lin Swan. I was like, oh my God, it's Lin Swan. I was losing my mind. I was like, joke over here. Then I would just follow Lin Swan around <laughs> as an adult being like, can I? And and he signed a ball and the little kid was like, whatever. And I was like, give me the ball. Like, I, 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 I lost my mind as an adult woman following Lin Swan around an ESPN yeah. zone. But that's a Hall of Famer. Like, I, I, I get your point. Like, kids don't know old players. But, like, it's a legitimately exciting to meet a Hall of Famer. It's not legitimately exciting to meet, like, the backup catcher for... But, but again, I waited in line to meet I Wayne Nordhagen. I would excited. Honestly, if it was Matt, I'm such oh, a man. sports crazy. By the way, real quick, I do have possessions. My TV is about to be delivered because I've got to get the cable hooked up to watch the, the um, college football by 5 o'clock. Um, but I'm such an insane sports person that, you know, 
other than maybe like Bruce Springsteen, I'd be like, oh my God, um, I, I would, a backup catcher, I'd be like, you play the pros? Tell me all about, like, you know, I, I don't know. Like okay. for me, sports, yeah. I go, I lose my mind. I lose my mind. Yeah, I think, and to go back in the in the 70s, if, you know, if Dave Kingman was appearing at Jewel grocery store, <laughs> every kid went to see Dave Kingman. It was, mm-hmm. he was a hero. And Dave Kingman's an okay player. He's not a, yeah. you know, superstar. Alan Bannister, I waited in line for, for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I want to throw in here that growing up for me, my dad worked for Fox as a projectionist and everything he told us was about how uh, 99% of all producers are assholes. I believe he even used that word as I'm a 10 year old and, <laughs> you know, whatever. And that uh, he kind of browbeat it into us that celebrities are not special. Mm-hmm. And so I never had any interest in getting anybody's signature and the only person who i've met i think in my whole life that i was excited to get a signature of was when i went met paul williams through jay keith's show because and it is a dad connection too it's like a a piece of music that my dad likes and i also like like i i like paul williams because he would play paul williams and so other than that all of all the things you're talking about i cannot connect to gotcha because (laughs) because because my because my dad just sort of like celebrities don't matter yeah i think growing up in la is probably different too like you know Mm -hmm. if you grew up in the middle of nowhere anybody that was ever on television is exciting like as a kid i definitely relate to that and agree with that um i just didn't care about baseball as a kid so (laughs) i think i would have been nonplussed by uh anybody from the red Sox or something see whereas my dad sat me down and said there's nobody more important than celebrities And I said, thank you, Father, for these words of wisdom. So we have just different dads. That's yeah. all. Just different. Yeah. yeah. But it does. It does. You know, colors your life. Sure. Oh, you got it. I'm all right. Uh, here's your I mean, topic. I wasn't. Go ahead, Aaron. I, sorry. No, go ahead. Aaron. I was yeah. just going to. I was in the Whole Foods in Naples, Florida, looking for Abby Wambach, who lives there with her oh, wife. Now that I'm excited about. And I thought. If there's going to be an Abby Wambach spotting, it's going to be in a Whole Foods. I mean, we didn't go anywhere because of COVID. <laughs> Not that I mean, it was a free for all. There wasn't COVID in Florida, apparently. But in, <laughs> I was so I would wear my equal play T-shirt when I went to the Whole Foods, um, just in case there was a spotting. No spotting. No but spotting. Huh? I would have trapped her in the mayo aisle for hours. <laughs> Wait, they have a whole aisle for mayo? Yes, they do, Jimmy. But they love their mayo in Naples. You know what? Now that you say that, I think I saw Abby Wambach at a restaurant in Sherman Oaks a few years ago. Like, uh, I was just having lunch near the studio here, and uh, we're sitting on a patio, and I was like, I think that's Abby. Like, she has a very distinctive hairdo, or at least did. And I was like, that thing. Pretty a sure gay. That's a, <laughs> a very gay hairdo. Yeah, she was she was Megan <laughs> Rapino so before Megan Rapino. Like that was she was the original. Uh, maybe yeah, not the original, the but best. yeah, pretty exciting. one of the best. Uh, Garen, you seem to be uh, looking at your computer very intently. You got some breaking news for us. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out how to spell Amy Wambach's Abby Wambach's okay. name. <laughs> uh, all right, here's your topic for Ella Oliver's trivia all question right. for this week: horrific history. Horrific uh, history. Uh, oh, this could be from last week, by the way. This, uh, this <laughs> yeah, that's one for the best. Horrific history. Get, uh, write your bets down on that yeah. zero to twenty-five. But of course, if you get this right, you get five dollars from the Jeremy Herbal trivia tin. Mm-hmm. Uh, horrific <sighs> history. The Herbal Herbal trivia tin. Uh, that's TK. right. We don't know if that's herbal tea, do we? Oh, I'm not sure. That's a good point. Um, well, the that's Herbal Herbal. The, that's the. Uh, I think it's herbal. That's the, 
Wait, the nomenclature? That's not the word I'm looking for. What, what, now that I think about it, what tea isn't herbal? It's all made from leaves. Well, but the tea plant is a bush. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. like the old days. I watching porn. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's going on, guys? So, Jesus so, Christ. so you don't I, like I, Brazilian I got tea? I ice harder Jenny? than Garen did. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing along with you being a creep, and we all just sure, yeah. funny right. sure. And just when when a creep says something, you just everybody gets silent, and then just waits for them to leave. I made a face. <laughs> Um, I just put in the chat. I don't feel safe. All right. Here's your question. Everybody got their red bed in? Yeah. Yes. All right. Here we go. Here's your question. Here's your question. Horrific history is the category question. Here it comes. If I could open up this piece of paper. Here it is. Ah, there we go. Napoleon. Mm-hmm. Napoleon was once attacked by what when a hunt went wrong? Uh. Napoleon was once attacked by what when a hunt went wrong? Yeah, that sounds like a match game, doesn't it? It sounds like a match game. Elliot wrote very quickly. He was right on top of that. I mean, I don't know that I'm right. I think I'm probably wrong, but there's there's only one answer that came to me, so I see no reason to struggle when I don't know for sure what the answer is. I just write down the thing that my yeah, brain told me. I, I hate right. like that. Should I write the first thing I thought of or the second thing? That's that's what I'm debating right now. All right, again, your question: Napoleon was once attacked by what when a hunt went wrong? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm in. All right, uh, very good, very good, very good, uh, very we, good. By the way, completely off topic. We watched. Uh, uh, I'm I'm finding comfort in musicals during this uh, during oh. this time. I've always liked the musical, but we're finding comfort in I'm finding comfort in musicals during this time. We watched Bye Bye Birdie last night. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Bye Bye Birdie. I haven't. Uh, it has uh, the in, uh, what has to go down is the worst casting in the history of show business. Uh, the guy that plays Conrad Birdie uh, has zero to no charisma, <laughs> <laughs> and he's supposed to be like an Elvis Presley type. Yeah. And this guy. Literally, he walks into a scene. And you're like, "Oh fuck, this guy!" And he, like, <laughs> he deadens the scene. And as I've talked about many times, there's nothing sexier than Anne Margaret in the beginning or middle of the uh, the beginning or end of that movie when she's singing "Bye Bye Birdie" and dancing. It's the sexiest dance in the world, and she is distractingly beautiful throughout the entire movie. Why? Uh, I'm sure there's a story behind it, but why didn't they just cast Elvis? Because uh, it's kind of making fun of the Elvis uh, uh, okay. uh, mania. Yeah, yeah. And him going to the uh, service. This is about Conrad Birdie. He's getting drafted and uh, he's going to give right. one last kiss on the Ed Sullivan show before he goes. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of making fun of Elvis. I, I didn't realize it was making fun of him. I just knew it was based on. Yeah. By the way, I'm saying making fun in 19, you know, yeah, six, yeah. late 60s, yeah. 1969. So who would you have cast, Jimmy? Anybody but Jesse <laughs> Pearson or whatever the fuck this guy's <laughs> name is. <laughs> and, I, and by the way, I thought that, you know, I did, I did the play in high school. And so we saw the movie. In high school, we like all got together to watch it. Uh, uh, and even then, it was like, this guy, why would you cast this guy? Hmm. Like, he has... Uh, Frankie Valley, would that be... Would that have been good casting? Too short, maybe. Frank, uh, Frankie Frank Avalon. Avalon. Frankie Avalon may be good casting, but maybe not. Maybe too much of a... Uh, Frank Sinatra. Any Frank. I'm just, I'm just starting with the Franks. <laughs> well, I know Frank Stolen was up for it, so I can't... Uh, <laughs> so you're on the right path. Okay. 
Yeah, he might have been a little uh, young. And Frank Gorshin was very close to getting the role. <laughs> uh, impressionist extraordinaire. Went on to play the Riddler, Elliot, uh, Frank Gorshin. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Riddler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched The Midnight Sky last night. George. Oh, with, uh, with our friend George Clooney? Yes. Um, I'm seeing, uh, give me a review of it. Uh, uh, I would say my review is, if you're thinking about watching the movie, take a chair, go find a balcony, and look up at the midnight sky for two <laughs> hours before hitting play on that thing that took two hours of my life. He usually and I does have a good huge things. George Clooney. Fit. The reason why I sat down and watched it because I love George Clooney. Who doesn't love George Clooney? And I right. thought to myself the whole time. George Clooney makes great decisions. Right? He makes great decisions. Yeah, I can't even think of a movie I did not like with George Clooney in it until The Midnight Sky. Uh, wow. It uh, I, it was it, I I can't I can't even tell you. It was it was terrible. Really? That bad. And I'm not like a like a movie person where I was like well, the writing was poor, but the cinematography, like, I, I, I don't know. I just didn't like it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, I couldn't get into the characters. At one point, I was rooting that they all die and not return to Earth or whatever the fuck they were from. I, I sorry for the F-bomb. I just, I could not get, I couldn't get over how bad it was. Wow. That's a shame. Because I'm with you. I love that guy. And when I saw the billboards going up around town, I was like, I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. And then the night that I said, hey, why don't we watch that George Clooney movie? Danielle said, "Uh, you should know there's not a single positive review on the internet about it. I should have reviewed it. Normally I do. But I was like, ah, it's George Clooney. I'm going to love it. Hmm. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, yeah, maybe get like, I don't know. I'm not a weed person, but get super high and cheer for the asteroids. That might be a good (laughs) Because I don't even know what it's about. What is it about? I don't know, Matt. Um, I don't know what it's about after seven hours of my life just gone. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, let me go around the horn here. Let's check in with everybody, see everybody's doing, how their week is going. I think we all know how everybody's week went. It was uh, uh, awful. But uh, let's check in with Garen Cockerell. He's over there at the uh, the breaking news weather desk. Uh, sponsored by com. He's in the tri-corners of the valley Garen, how are you? I'm doing very well, Jimmy, how are you? Good, the hair looks great uh, This thanks, new uh, this new little uh, skunk thing you're doing looks terrific Oh, thanks I think it just that's, grew out The hair dye growing out, yeah Oh, is that all? That's, 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 yeah. that's all? Yeah but, And the per- pinky whatever I had before is It's washed out So Yeah, what did that last a day and a half? I, I feel like it It feels like it went very quickly <laughs> Yeah Very uh, quickly Garen, have you been going to work during the uh, during the uh, the uh, the attempted coup? Uh, once, so I wasn't there when that happened. Um, when they only had me work in two days right now. So, um, but yeah, I went once. It was you know same old, same old. All right. You know what? I did have a a celebrity sighting there. Oh, actually. oh here we go, Aaron. Yeah. These are always fun. This is exciting. Ready. It's not really a very important thing. <laughs> uh, Matt, were you able to uh, were you able to knock the dust off of the button for that particular song? We haven't. Had a I can't believe I found it that quickly. I thought it was going to be like. I'm very impressed. Yeah, uh, it has its own page on this uh, thing, <laughs> and I haven't used it in eight months. Right now, I don't want to derail the game and ruin it for everybody. But my guess is out of the box. Is it Wayne Nordhagen? 
<laughs> oh man well that was a quick one all right well good he uh, likes to read lynn swan is my guess <laughs> i wouldn't Paul recognize Williams. i wouldn't recognize wade nordhangham if he whatever his name is if he would have walked up to me and introduced himself as wade nordhagen <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if I would in uh, I wouldn't recognize him, certainly. But if he said I'm Wayne Nordhagen, I would go the guy that played for the White Sox between 76 and 81. And he'd go, really? You remember? And I'd go, of course, I remember. Not only that, I'd... <laughs> Wait, the guy My that Jimmy Pardo got too. a picture taken with. Right. By the way, that's probably his biggest claim to fame at this point. He has a photograph with <laughs> professional comedian Jimmy Pardo. Do you think he's still alive? I mean, I see he'd only be like 70, right? He's 78, I want to say. Mm. So uh, maybe. Okay. Maybe 72. Might be 72. Who cares? I'm, I'm, I'm yelling at myself, not uh, anybody else. Hold on. I'm getting a call from Wayne. You think he'd be naughty? <laughs> he would care. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. He's alive. Okay, great. Tell Jimmy I'm still effing alive. Okay. All right. My apologies. Tell go. Wayne I, I'm sorry. Ask him how old he is. <laughs> he is 68. Oh, he's 68. 68. Wow. He was young when you met him. Oh, he's very handsome, too. He had that 70s mustache, feathered hair. <laughs> Looked right out of it. All right, what? Garen, is this a musician? No. Actor? Yes. Actress? No. Gentleman actor? Older yes. o- Older than 40? I Yes. Here's what happened. I was at the register. I saw them walk in and stop by the register, and I they were masked, obviously. And in my head, I was like, is that... And then they walked off into the other room and were hanging around like to the other side of the thing. And I kept trying to be like, I think that's whatever. And then they came up and it was indeed who this person was. All right. And we had a chat. You chatted with this person. We had a very, a very nice chat. Hmm. Is this? What did you chat about? Yeah. If I say that, it might help. That's why I asked. (laughs) Yes or no questions. How's it going? How you doing? That sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Um, is this person in, do they do comedy on, in their projects? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Primarily movie? Uh, no. Primarily television. Television. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you very much. Ted Danson. Ooh. That would have been great, but no. Was it Mr. Mayor? <laughs> no. Has no. anybody watched that? I did watch we it. We have not watched it yet. Yeah. By the way, Ted Danson could wear- I was watching wear... The Midnight Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Danson could wear this mask, and I think you would recognize yeah, him. Yeah, just from his yeah. his, his height and his head alone, you would know from yeah. the back. Agreed. Uh, Mr. Agreed. Mayor, very funny, um, but I don't know. Like, I, I'm waiting for the, like, why am I supposed to care about these people to kick in? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, d- yeah. unimpeachably, very funnily funny written. And our friend Chris Grace popped up, and uh, uh-huh. th- there's there's two the, episodes. Uh, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. He was the weed, the weed proprietor. And he was great. Really funny. Yeah. Uh, I, and I get the sense that maybe somebody doesn't like the current mayor. Is that possible? <laughs> oh, you think there is? It's a it's a treatise on, uh, on. I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. But it does feel like it's very pointedly Los Angeles. I think and I, in the near future. Yeah. But I think it's more <laughs> about like because because Ted Danton, he was like a successful businessman who had no mm-hmm. experience in politics. And then he he runs uh, in this like a there's a recall, I think, in the story. And then he mm-hmm. just become he runs and wins. I think it's more about Trump and, and anybody, any outsider who becomes. Uh, oh, that's interesting. A person. So uh, I would say that's I think you're letting your views play into this, Elliot, Perhaps. your hatred of uh, Gil Garcetti. Yeah. What's your problem with Garcetti? Wait, who is it again? Is, is it not Gil Garcetti? It's is Garcetti. It somebody else? 
Eric, right? Eric, 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 Eric. Who's Gil Garcetti? Is that his dad? That I don't know, <laughs> but that is a dad. person. That's Gil Godot mixed with Eric Garcetti. <laughs> <laughs> so I almost the just typed in Gil Godot. <laughs> Wonder Woman and the L.A. Mayor. Is, right. Did I just make up the name Gil Garcetti? Well, what's what was the name no. of the mayor in The Wire? Because his name was like very close to Garcetti. It's, that sounds very familiar. So maybe Gil Garcetti is his father. Thank oh. you. Oh, okay. Much. There you go. All right. I'm I think oh, he was somehow sense. involved in the OJ. Yes, he was. Right? Wasn't yes, he, a, he was. Chief of police or something. Driving the car. <laughs> no, that's another guy. That's AC. probably somebody you went to a mall to get an autograph of. AC baby. AC. Um, yeah. Get, what was Gil? Wasn't he part of the the DA's office or something? Gil he was Garcetti? the he was a DA in in Los Angeles. Oh, he was the DA. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I found an old notebook the other day. Let me see. Is the, yeah, here it is. Okay, I found an old notebook. This is what I had written down in there. You ready? This is an old notebook that I found. Uh, three things are written down on this one page. Thing number one, your Uncle Juice is a good man. <laughs> number two, you know Uncle Juice. You know he wouldn't, he would never hurt anyone. That was the third. And then the third thing, excuse me, he's never going to stop being the juice. <laughs> These are things that uh, the Kardashian character said in the OJ. Yeah, Robert. Uh, uh, David Schwimmer playing Robert Kardashian. I, and I wrote those down so I would remember them, apparently. I don't know why I wrote those down, but I have them. In case we ever need a quote from uh, the OJ miniseries, I got the mm -hmm. quotes right there, guys. Ba based on I thought you had written that down during the OJ Simpson stuff, <laughs> and I was just about to say, every one of those lines was used oh, on no. the OJ Simpson show. I didn't find that old of a... Of a uh, <laughs> so prescient. Prescient. But I think it, what I think is amazing is that given how often you screw up movie dialogue, like that you actually... Maybe that's why you did it, but you're always quoting things from movies that weren't actually in the movie or you're just mangling it. So the fact that you took the time to like, let me get this, these three things right is kind of amazing. I must have just thought like, I, I know I know now there's that that uh, that uh, YouTube video where somebody put together all of David Schwimmer saying the juice <laughs> and it became a thing. But I yeah. think that was like, I have to write this stuff down. These are the most ridiculous I'm, statements. I'm, I'm actually mad that it the, the third one isn't what I thought it was because I thought he said he'll always be your uncle juice. Not hello. Well, I'm sure he said that as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> He'll always be your Uncle Juice. Uh, but my favorite was actually the third one that I said where he stops a meeting and uh, they're all talking and he goes, excuse me, he's never going to stop being the juice <laughs> in the middle of a fucking serious meeting. We assume Kardashian said that. Uh, all right. Uh, Gary, give me your guess. answer. Wait, oh, wait, we're still, we're still guessing guess. this, uh, this uh, celebrity. I oh, forgot. Yeah, yeah, my apologies. Yeah. Is this person on a current TV show? I do not believe so. Okay. I believe it ended recently. And I forget the answer. Over or under 40? Over. Over. Over, over 40, 40, Aaron. Yeah. Recent recent comedy television. It was the, was the most recent show a comedy television show? Yes. African American? What channel? No. Who did you say, what Aaron? What channel? What channel? It's, what channel? Aaron, what it's network? yes or no Aaron, questions. It's yes or no questions. <laughs> oh, is it channel 390? <laughs> 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 on spectrum <laughs> hey that's although she thinks it's a good point is it is it network television what, yes it's a network yes, it television is. so this Let's is Fox, that down, abc then. nbc abc which, which uh, hg CBS. version of the network is channel 392 on spectrum <laughs> hey here's a question has this person ever been on never not funny yes they have was it uh, ty burrell no oh shit oh, oh that's a good I, guess i thought i had it it's a good guess uh, this person's been on never stone not funny stone and field Stone, Free Stone Street. We've never we had Eric Stone Street, Street on. We haven't had 21 Stone Street. Stone Street. <laughs>
<laughs> How is that not his podcast name? <laughs> was was this person the star of this most recent project? Uh, was was this person um, part of an ensemble? I guess, yeah, yeah. Over forty gentlemen who's been on Never Not Funny. I just don't it, know all your guests offhand. I don't know all my guests offhand. Yeah, that doesn't help is that it, much. Oh, uh, why can't I? Uh, is Jim, it uh, Jim Parsons? To- to- Tobolowski. Oh, Stephen Tobolowski. Oh, is it Tobo? No. Tobolowski. No. What, to- no. what, 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 what show is he? On? I don't know. He's on, he's so on the, the Goldbergs. One day at a time. Yeah, but he was recurring on the Goldbergs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Garen has said. Jeff has Garland? Said he, Oh, he's never been no. on Never Not Funny, actually, no, which is hasn't. crazy. I gave you a pretty big hint at the start of this. That he was wearing a mask? You say we, right? Is that he the was, clue? Like he has a famous... Uh, oh, is he, is, he ro- well? is he royalty? No, no, no. No, that we chatted. We so chatted. It's, it's, it's somebody that would stop and chat with me. Who would chat with Garen Cockrell? Uh, Who would- Rob Reiner. Yeah, we were talking about my my degree. <laughs> he apologized profusely. Wow, I can't think of who this is at all. Uh, have they been on Never Not Funny more than once? Yes. Oh, so it's someone you know. Yes. Okay. So Did anybody do podcast? Have they done podcastathon? Yes, they have. Uh, is somebody playing a remote uh, using a remote control car? Is there a <laughs> They're drone doing something right upstairs in the other apartment. They're remodeling it, and it's, oh, it's boy. It's a bandsaw, or yeah. somebody's getting chopped into pieces. I don't know. It's no, insane. it is Van Nuys, Garen. I'm going to go with B. It is definitely North Sherman Oaks. <laughs> well, that, then that's just a bandsaw. Is it Matt Walsh? Just... No. Huh. no. Uh, this is awful. Am, am I friends with this person other than them being on the show? Yes. <laughs> this guy upstairs got a guess. Yeah. Is it an elephant? <laughs> this is I the know. worst suspense music coming from. <laughs> <laughs> is it a giant? Not mosquito? only do I not know who this person is, the the music, the interlude music is terrible. <laughs> it's like one, maybe two notes stops. Was it John Ross Bowie? Yay! Hey, John Ross Bowie. All of right, course, Matt gets it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we he's just better than us very at nice. this point. Hey, yeah, he stopped uh, in before he went to a meeting with or a lunch with somebody. It's very nice, very cool. Oh, that's to nice. See good him to talk. Yeah. Uh, well, great, John Russ Bowie, friend of the show, He's a good man. Went to see Iron Maiden with him right before the pandemic, and uh, uh, somebody just brought up a uh, name that tune. I don't know if anybody did. Anybody watch the name that tune on Fox with the Jane Krakowski hosting? No, I forgot it was even on. We watched it uh, the other day, and uh, my son and I have deemed it unwatchable. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's where we've landed on that. <laughs> Okay. Here's um, what I think about that show from the trailer. It looks like the commercial. It looks like it's too irreverent. Like oh, they're no. not taking it seriously enough. No, 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 oh, no. There's, there, there's no, there's nothing. There's, there's no, no fun to it at all. They there's don't. no fun. To, there's no, there's no uh, personality wow. to it. There's no opinion to it. If that makes, if that sentence makes sense to you, like there's nothing. She and she's horrible. Yeah. reading oh, from that's... her cards and her cue cards she's just horrible jimmy do you blame australia i blame the director because they show that the, the crowd will uh get up and start dancing in the middle of a sentence there and, and they cut to them it's it's fucking horrible so you do actually blame australia assuming i blame i blame the director who told them to do that yeah i don't know if they imported they aaron they they're shooting this show in australia because it's safer there 
they they flew Jane Krakowski to oh Australia God. just that to do show? a game show. <laughs> That's necessary. <laughs> yes. I uh, when I, spoke, I saw a billboard but, for the Masked Dancer, I was like, I'm gonna stay in the Florida retirement community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that like, I'm good. That show is fascinating. Uh, for some reason, we've watched two of those now. Uh, my son Charlie likes it. Um, it. It's got the same stupid whatever as the Masked Singer, but with dancing. But uh, but they have crowds now. What is happening? How do they have a crowd of people watching that being taped? I don't understand. I believe that they don't, and that they're using footage from the Masked Singer when it was on. Okay, that's that really? was that that's was what I had of, heard. That was one of my theories, but I I could be totally mistaken. But I swear yeah. there was one shot that kind of panned off to see the crowd. Uh, well, if you pick if you pick the same costumes for the backup dancers for something, you could you could do a match cut. It's <laughs> a good point. They could have tricked me. Maybe could have they could have even uh, taken two shots. You know, they could have used effects to have oh, the crowd yeah. like look like they were there. Mm. Yes, Aaron. How many dancers do we know? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what was my first thought. Well, it's without not without doing any research. Yeah, it's like what, they're like, not dancers. Is the short oh, answer? Oh, that's gotta be. Yeah, it's it's just so, Jayla. Like I don't know any dance. Like, is I it mean, just famous people dancing? It's famous people, it's dancing, famous people right? dancing. And they they mostly suck at it. And so it's even worse. I, I would say the the dance the the dance talent of these group this group of people is worse than the singing talent of the people on the mass really? singer. Yeah, I, on average, I would, there are a couple is, of people that are good, and then there's a lot of people who are bad. Is Ken Jung hosting this, yeah. or is he just on the panel? He's in the same seat he's been in for every other of these 17 variations of this premise. But he hosts uh, the other one. Does he jump out and go, wow, that cupcake can dance? <laughs> he does how do that. How do we know how people dance? The whole thing is so confusing. Uh, I guess I should watch it, it before inf- I rip on it. But no, I, I wanted to give up. I wanted to throw in my entertainment towel. <laughs> it, it's, it is infuriating to hear them live. Now, that's a trained dancer right there. Or, okay, now this person has the gait of a somewhat older person like they're just so crazy it's such a stupid thing that's happening. who is matt who's been revealed so far like uh, give us the level of celebrity um, that's dancing. last week it was uh bill nye the science guy sure oh bill. and um how can you possibly but aren't isn't bill in a costume yeah yeah Right. What's the problem? And you don't, someone's you, gonna say that's Bill Nye <laughs> dancing. You, you don't in think a you dragon outfit? So you don't think Actually, you can recognize Bill Nye's dance moves? What's wrong with you? <laughs> this is so confusing. Uh, I now I forget who the first one was. Oh, it was Ice T. Oh boy, it's a pretty big name. Like that's a yeah. decent sized name. Uh, he he was the one where like no, this is an older gentleman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think they might have said that for both of these guys actually, but uh, yeah, he he's not moving well. I have to say, Ice T. Yeah, so. I think Bill Bill Nye does like uh, not jitterbug. What's the swing dancing? Right? Isn't he does swing dancing? Yeah, I don't. I, don't know. I feel like he's famously done that at some point because wasn't he on? Uh, Dancing with the Stars. As he well. was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, he was You're right. Okay. Oh. I mean, his moves did not reveal that he had ever danced <laughs> in his life. Honestly. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> um, but that was fun. I guess. I don't know. Was there just an his, earthquake? His moves that possible? revealed uh, like a, a love of science. A scientific <laughs> dance move. Yeah, I did not feel anything, Jimmy. I also, and I'm on a higher floor, and I did oh. not feel anything. Uh, the last thing I'll say, by the way, about uh, since we're talking about shit shows. Um, 
I contacted a game show, not not our friend John Ritchie, another game show expert. Man's been working in game shows his entire life. Yeah. And I said, hey, did you watch uh, Name of That Tune? He's like, yep, it's like the people involved never watched a game show before. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that's how bad it is. Oh, my It's goodness. really bad. And, and, and this person also said, and my uh, longtime crush on Jake Krakowski is over. Oh, no. Like, oh, that's oh, how yeah. bad she is. Jeez. She's wow. awful. Terrible. Uh, all right, Garen. Uh, you know what? Let's take a break. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. We'll get everybody's answer to the uh, trivia question, uh, and then uh, we'll say goodbye to Erin and uh, we'll, uh, check in with her at five o'clock with her new TV. All right, we'll be back right after this. <laughs> hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Erin Foley's on Twitter at Erin Foley Comic. Her website is AaronFoley.com. No live dates on the horizon, unfortunately, due to the pandemic, but keep your eye on there if you uh, want to see her live. Hopefully, she will be able to tour again this coming year. Uh, Jimmy Pardo is virtually touring FlappersComedy.com uh, this Friday. It's uh, January 15th, 7 p.m. Pacific Time show if you want to watch Jimmy do comedy in the Zoom room at Flappers. And uh, you can uh, request a bit. You can ask a question, perhaps, or just laugh and enjoy yourself. Go to FlappersComedy.com for tickets to that don't forget to watch jimmy's records and tapes on our youtube channel youtube.com slash never not funny uh subscribe hit the bell for notifications leave a comment click the thumbs up to like a thing that helps uh, spread it around i guess so uh do that and enjoy guys shopify is something that's very very dear and important to me and you know that you know that <laughs> and matt you're laughing because you know that i don't stop talking about shopify off the air it's really it's it's weird it's like your new obsession like you used to talk about you know journey and kiss all the time now it's just shopify this shopify that i know and I, all i can do is apologize but i'll tell you why it's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yeah. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much as you rave about it you don't want to know i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. 
Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your... Your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners, know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you, so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2721. Erin Foley is here. She's taking time away from confusing old people in Naples. <laughs> uh, glad that she's joining us here. Getting ready. Aaron, I got to assume you're you're already getting ready for the fantasy baseball draft. I am. I'm still fuming over last season. I'm not going to lie. What are you mad fuming. about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, you were in contention for a while, then you didn't finish in the top three at to all. The did last. You? No, I I finished third. Okay. I was in second, in command of second. I didn't make any trades because I wasn't going to beat you, because I was like, I'm not like you're you were too too far away. I was. Yeah. In, I'm, I'm giving you, you were had a great season. But I was like, sweet, I can get second, I can get the whatever the money was. In the last, like, 15 minutes, <laughs> I lost. And it was only because I screwed up the rules, so it's totally my fault. But, oh, mm. my God. Oh, my God. If one guy hit, got a hit, I would have gotten second. Mm. I was, I was just... I was. I know none of this matters, but when you're in a retirement community in Naples, Florida, boy, do you focus on that, right? Yeah, I have a feeling. And then just, in, oh, ahead, you know, like it was like a two hundred dollar loss. You know what I mean? You, I was just like, no, but I was in command. Like I earned second place. I agree and with I you. Blew it. I blew it. I thought you did oh. too. I thought that. I don't think you blew it. I think that uh, you deserve second place. It was crazy that you didn't get it. Who? Uh, uh, but as I said before we went to break, I have a feeling that you and me were the only two actually playing this season. I don't think... Uh, <laughs> I had a great time. I love the new format. I literally had so much fun. It was such a fun baseball season. It was such a fun fantasy baseball season. I 100% agree with you. And it was uh, good to take yeah. home that trophy. <laughs> yeah, I was I was excited. If I was going to lose to anyone, I was like, Jimmy in the lead. I love it. It was I great. Had a great team. The whole I... thing was great until the last 15 seconds. Um, and I look forward to uh, mailing. Uh, you get a trophy in this league. Uh, they have a little uh, legit some sort of a cup. Uh, they call it the Regis because this league started. They all everybody that started this league. They, uh, they started when they worked at Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, oh, and wow. they were in uh, between seasons. So the league is called the Hiatus uh, League, and the trophy is called the Regis. Nice. And so whoever wins, uh, the, the previous winner mails it to that person. And uh, mine arrived recently, and I took a photograph, and nobody seemed to congratulate me or give a shit about that I won. Um, I was I was moving, but congratulations. I'm not mad at you about it, Aaron. I know that you care. I know that uh, you and I have been texting and going back and forth, but uh, nobody else seemed fun. to. Yeah. Do you think uh, Do you think whenever a non-millionaire alum wins, there's just a bitterness about the the whole oh, thing? Oh, I wonder. 
Like you, you took I, their trophy. You took their Regis. I uh, and of all years to that for someone to take their Regis from them. I mean, they've they've lost enough, haven't they? I, oh. I believe you have. Right, it was a double dip on Regis. Yeah. And, uh, how many uh, how many more Regises are they going to lose? Oh no. <laughs> Well, as I as I uh, emailed out, uh, I kept the box that it came in because I will be uh, mailing that to whoever because I uh, I will not win this year. And I know that because I won't have a good draft. But that's not the point. Here's how do you know you're not going to have a good draft already? I made a really stupid, 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 stupid trade. Oh, oh, it's it's rollover. Okay. yes. And I and I and I traded away my first round draft pick for a player. I misread some stats. Oh. And I and I made a trade that I never if I would have thought about it for one more second, I wouldn't have made. And but it affects my entire draft for the season. Did you trade for that Wade? What's his name? That you met? I got Wayne Nordhagen. I got retired ball player Wayne Nordhagen. That is a bad trade. <laughs> it's a very bad. I thought trade. it made sense at the time. It seemed Slightly to make better sense than the, than Lin Swan. But uh. Yeah. Uh, why are we at Lin Swan? I don't think I know that news. Why are we angry with him? Oh, are we? Is he a bad oh, well, person? He- He's a, a real conservative, like Republican. He ran for office oh. with some egregious platforms. Oh, and so I lost my taste for. He's yeah. had some shoes that uh, nobody liked. Huh? But boy, could he catch a ball and the ballet lessons. I loved him on the field. But then yeah. again, like, and then I'll stop talking. Last night I was watching Browns Pittsburgh. One of them was, you know, rapist. The other one's domestic violence. I'm like, I'll root for cities. So I picked <laughs> Cleveland. You know what I mean? It's like right. when you're when the people that you love them, when you're sports people or whatever, you're like, he's disgusting. That one's a creep. I'll go for the city. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm sure Lynn Swan is uh, lovely. We just don't agree on politics. That's fine. I heard there's a shoe situation going on with him. Is that convert Elliot? <laughs> <laughs> he, he had some platforms is from what I heard. Is that was that the joke? Was that yes. oh, that was the, well? Thank Jeez. you for explaining it to us because I, I guarantee nobody got it. Okay, I thought you were I trying to do something it. with his name, like uh, nope. I, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, like you could have said something like too, oh, that, that. Lynn Swan really turned out to be an ugly duckling. <laughs> How about that? Uh, and the Paul Williams, of course, be a fan of the Paradise. Uh, yeah, I would have enjoyed that over whatever you tried to uh, do with the shoe thing. <laughs> I th- I thought platforms was just right there, and uh, apparently not. That's the second time you did that today, by the way, that uh, it just. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, the, fir- the first one, we- the first one can 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 sail away. It's fine. Well, the second, second one probably should uh, jump on those wings, too. Maybe. But the, but sure. <laughs> That's such a weird thing. To, why are we litigating this? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, Garen, give me your uh, your guess on the uh, the Napoleon question as a reminder in case everybody forgot what it was before the break. Uh, Napoleon uh, got attacked by some sort of uh, by attacked by something. Uh, can you feed me that? Can you feed me that question, Jimmy? I'm sure sorry. I was having trouble opening up the post-it note. That yeah. was why I just bailed on it. Uh, Napoleon was once attacked by what? When a hunt went wrong. Jimmy, we all know what Napoleon's famous for. I'm going to go ahead and say a French prostitute. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> what the fuck? We're not playing Damn. match game, Garen. It's We're not, not match, match game. game. Uh, it's the only time I'll ever get a chance to do that in my life, probably. <laughs> um, no, my real answer is a wild hog. A that wild is my hog. real answer. That's a, That's decent a good answer. answer. I like that answer. Uh, very good. Right, Elliot, uh, how are you? I'm doing all right. Great. Uh, I, had a, uh, I had a weird night. because What, uh, what I, happened, I, Elliot? Well, I went to I went to make a, a meal for myself, and uh, I went into my refrigerator, and uh, I uh, I was gonna get uh, I had a little box of breakfast sausages that I thought would be a good idea to include, uh, and uh, I opened the box up, and um, I'm even uh, spo- uh, 
trigger warning. This is disgusting. Uh, I reached in to get one, and it was sort of soft. Uh, and I, I, I went and tasted a part of it, and then, wow, and realized uh, these had gone bad weeks ago, apparently. Uh, I, I accidentally, and I, I, I spit up what I tr had tried to eat as soon as I realized it, but these were terrible, spoiled meat sausages. Pork. Pork. Yeah. Oh. Bad. Bad. And uh, I stayed up most of the night waiting to see whether or not that little tiny bit that I that I might have actually swallowed was going to give me food poisoning. When I read about it, apparently it could take as much as 72 hours for it to kick in. So Okay. So I'm on uh, I'm on spoiled sausage watch. Boy, oh boy. Uh, wow. This story is really Good making luck. me it's really making me miss that Lynn Swan joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i can't yeah. believe you tasted it you felt I, like right? it was Did soft you? and then you're like miles will try it <laughs> right the way you, yeah the way you told the story is like you didn't even look at it you were like i felt it and then i tasted it i'm like why not look I, at it <laughs> i don't you, you, i mean you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> That's and in retrospect, ridiculous. I don't know what I thought. I guess I guess I I thought that maybe they were sealed, which as soon as I opened it and they weren't sealed, then the next thing is, oh, I've had these for a while. Perhaps I should yeah. review them. Yeah. Uh, I did not do that. Gross. And I didn't think I'd had them for that long, but apparently I give totally these did. loose sausages a quick try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also, you painted a picture of them just banging around in a cardboard box, like with nothing. That is right? entirely that accurate, is by so the way. Gro just that alone is gross. I don't even care it's if they're It's super expired. surprising to me. I didn't expect that. Ugh. This one's stuck to the side. Let's give it a try first. <laughs> oh. Ugh. I may not uh, be able to your, eat ever again. Give me your answer on this. All right. Uh... As as uh, as Duran Duran might say, wild boars, wild boars. Oh, we got two wild boars. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wild boars. Wild boars. What do you got? Stab Napoleon. If that's true, then uh, then we're gonna have to go to the points, I guess, between you and Garen. I uh, I didn't think of wild boar, although it makes sense. They are all over France looking for truffles and such. Uh, I said bear. I said a bear. Bear, okay, grizzly, non-specific bear. I think they have bears in France, right? Don't they have yeah. bears in France? I don't right, know. Black I don't bears, know. brown bears. I hope they do. Everywhere bear bears. Brown bears. bears. I mean, they had to get them from uh, somewhere when they took them to the Coliseum, right? Or those were lions or bears. And Maybe they both <laughs> and bears. Oh my, uh, Aaron, what's your answer on this? Dragon. A <laughs> dragon. A dragon. Uh. <laughs> I saw, okay. I saw some. I know history. These <laughs> things were flying all over back in the day. I see. <laughs> now, is this one of those dragons that has the voice of Sean Connery, or is it just like a regular fire breather? Bad, it's a regular dragon. <laughs> okay. I am the last one. That was my uh, Connery. I went with lion. By the way, I went with lion. Uh, that was my I first thought. thought. Yeah. Might have gone on a safari of some sort. Mm -hmm. Sure, it's possible. All right, here's your answer. Here's your answer. Then we got to go. This thing's uh, just a long show today. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Oh, boy. The answer is bunnies. Oh, <laughs> no. What? No. What? Bunnies. No. no. <laughs> Attacked by bunnies. That would have been it a great a, joke answer. It was a bunny hunt 
where they would first gather the bunnies, then let them go and shoot them. However, the 3,000 vicious bunnies attacked him <laughs> when they were let out of their cages. So he was attacked by 3,000 vicious bunnies. This is like one of those would you rathers. Like, would you rather fight yeah. 3,000 3, bunnies or one bear, I guess? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like horse. one bear is the answer to that. I think or so. A lion. Yeah. Or a dragon. I don't know why my answer isn't being... <laughs> I think it's getting exactly what it deserves, Aaron. Uh, what did everybody bet? All right. Who are we starting with? Uh, uh, I bet 13. 13. Elliot? Three. Three. Ooh. Matt? 24. Whoa. 24. Oh, the, the Sutherland. Aaron? 14.8. Okay. <laughs> Decimals weren't one of the options, but we didn't tell you that, so. Well, maybe they this are. Will, uh, who says they're not This options? will upset you, I guess Elliot. they could be. You said two. Oh, in your oh, face. No, it, I mean, you know. I'm I fine. went with two. Once I again, stri the strategic win on Jimmy Pardo's case. I very, I, I even gave you the clue ahead of time. If there were negative, I would have gone it. Yeah, sure. Well. Well, now I know more of the rules and, and how to play, you know. Well, so, yeah. You know. Sounds because like you have a, oh. I didn't know you had to do the low. Like, I didn't know this was like, you know. Yeah, but if you've gotten it right. The you knew score. that there was strategy and you knew that there yeah. weren't dragons. So I don't know what <laughs> rule you needed. That has not been. I'm, that is that is that is to be D. That is to be determined. I see. There, All right. There's people out there digging up fossils as we speak. I feel like, Aaron, between this and the uh, fantasy baseball, you're having trouble with rules lately. <laughs> <laughs> you're just not really comprehending oh. the rules of games. What really What was not. the rule? What What exactly happened that you didn't understand the rule in fantasy baseball? Well, it was, first of all, totally different season, totally new rules, right? So oh, okay. to be fair, I don't think it was very clear. Mm -hmm. But in our regular season, you can do force, you know, Four, four switcheroos, four pickup uh, drops and ads yeah. a week, which is the best part of fantasy baseball. Oh, I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to drop that guy. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know there was a cap for the entire season. Oh. So I'm wheeling and dealing because it's been so much fun. I wouldn't have. I picked up one guy, got him back three days later. You know, you know, it's like, I'm just yeah. like, it's right. a free for all. Right, then right, all of right. a sudden it was like, you, we have a cap at 21. I think I was on 98. You know, I was like, what? <laughs> and that was still like six weeks ago. I was just shut down and I was oh, like, man. Oh, oh, this is my squad, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that stinks. Anyway, uh, it was, Aaron it and was I. This is true. Uh, in a in a in what was a two month season, Aaron and I spent the last month making zero moves because we both I did the same thing as Aaron. Oh, really? Oh, and uh -huh. yeah, which some would argue yeah. that's why we uh, had great teams because we took advantage early. Uh, I think we just drafted great teams, and uh, because the fact that we, we were we then able to, drafts. we had great drafts. Uh, but mm. to to yeah. go an entire four weeks without being able to pick up one player, yeah. It's like, but that negates picking up a player earlier because like we can't yeah. like, hey, here's a great player. Oh, I'm going to pick him up. Oh, you can't. And yeah. not even an option to. Yeah. It was. Uh, I see the logic of that rule, it was, but it, it's definitely less it's, fun. 
It was it, no, it made it the last week, like the last month. I just kind of just stared at, at the screen. <laughs> I was like, I hope they hit. You know, what I mean? like, it just, I just was like, oh man, it took the, it took the fun away. And then just to see my numbers just slowly, yeah. just slowly drop, I was like. But wait, didn't you still have a bench? Like, do you have benches and you can swap players? You do have a bench, yes. Okay. You have a bench. But But your bench might not be the greatest when you... you Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Listen, uh, I know hospitals are filled with COVID. I'm I'm saying it was very irritating, Matt. It was really irritating. I get it. I get it, yeah. I think to your point, Matt, of it not being all that fun, I I believe that there was... uh, The pendulum swung a little too much one way to try to make it fair Mm -hmm. because it was this weird season. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And instead, it should have just been like, eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In my Mm -hmm. mind, I took took the silver, you know. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, Well, I've got the Regis. Uh, <laughs> all right, listen. Erin Foley's been our guest. We're thrilled that she uh, joined us uh, from. Uh, she's not even unpacked yet. She took the time to join us, and uh, we're very honored that she did so. Uh, everybody, stay safe out there. We'll see you on the next episode. So, on behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is with breaking news at any given moment. That's Garen Cockrell. Uh, there's the fire starter who's about to uh, go into the emergency room during a pandemic because he ate a shit sausage. Uh, that's Elliot Hochberg. Uh, holding down the fort, Never Not Funny headquarters in Sherman Oaks. That is the Honcho Matt Belknap and our great friend Aaron Foley. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For two bonus episodes a week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.